You, my friend, are listening to the Happy Hearthstone. This episode is brought to you, as always, by listeners just like you. Thank you so much, Nicholas D., Nick Patrick, Algaron, Clay HS, Beef Squatch, Mr. Jones, Ignatius, Avantes, and Wicked Good for supporting the show. You can join them and get great perks for yourself over at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. And if there was ever a time to connect with the community, this is that time. Come hang out with us over on Discord at thehappyhearthstone.com slash discord. We'll see you there very soon. Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I'm your host, Andrew Brown. Holy cow. Is it good to be with you for episode 200? We've got a lot to talk through, a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. My goodness, it's been a second. Uh, but we are here for the Ashes of Outland full review. And I'll, I'll give you a brief synopsis of kind of what's transpired because episode 200 was supposed to look different than this. Yet here we are in the midst of times that nobody expected, and uh, I'm thankful to be walking through these outlands with my good friend, Wicked Good. What's going on, man? I'm I'm good. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a little nervous because I had, you know, I've been preparing as I always do for these review episodes, and I had a grocery delivery this morning, and as the guy was leaving, he just said, you are not prepared. And now I'm wondering, <laughs> am I actually prepared? I don't know. Yeah, those words have never rung so true for the times that we're living in right now. But uh, but here we are, man. Thanks for joining me, especially for something that we weren't uh, really planning on, except a, three, a few weeks ago, I think, when I reached out and I was like, hey, we need to, we need to do a couple review episodes. You down? <laughs> Yeah, that that you know, we don't we don't do that on a regular basis. No. We don't. <laughs> this is the first time we've done something like this, so you may have to bear with us. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not our first run on reviews, but let me yeah. give you all uh, a, a brief synopsis of what's happened because obviously with our review episodes, we've got a lot of cards to talk through here, so we can't spend too much time, but we have to recap sort of what transpired. So in episode 199, I told you all that I would have to be on a brief hiatus because of two big things. Uh, one was a secret project that I've been working on that has nothing to do with this podcast or Hearthstone or Blizzard or anything like that. And the second was because I was planning something really special for episode 200 that was going to take an extraordinary amount of time and effort. And so I was going to put weekly episodes on the shelf for a short time and uh, and do this secret project thing and then uh, jump back in and have a lot of fun with episode 200. Well... Um, obviously, we are going through a worldwide uh, epidemic with this coronavirus right now. And I will tell you that for me personally, it was really important that I didn't have many things that I was responsible for outside of my full-time job and my work, or excuse me, a full-time job and my family, um, because both required a lot out of me. Uh, my work, thankfully, has not been hit in any way by this. Uh, my job's not in, uh, not in jeopardy or anything like that, which I know is not the case for everyone. So I'm super thankful for that. Um, but our customers needs have obviously changed a lot as many people's have. 
And so it's required that I work from home, which is great on one hand, but also that we basically scrap everything that we were doing and do something completely different. The company that I work for does not have a communications department. Many of you know I work in marketing. And uh, so our the marketing department effectively became the communications department. So I was sending out emails left and right, creating copy, and I was having to work 50, 60 hour a week. It, it was insanity. So um, I did not have much margin for for much of anything during that. Still kind of working the kinks out, obviously, as many people are, um, but in a better place for now. And a secret project that I was working on that I've hinted at several times, and I'm sorry I can't uh, I can't unveil anything, but I I will say that it required travel, and because of that, the travel got canceled, which was a good call because of uh, how just we all need to be doing our part, obviously, with this. Uh, and so that project has been placed on hold for now. So because of both of those things transpiring the way they did, every all the work that I needed to do on what I had for episode 200 needed to be postponed as well. Now, with this set's release, when it happened, it just made sense to say, okay, people need some content right now. People need some happiness right now. So I think that probably the best thing that we could do is to take some time and do our faithful review episodes, do them as best as we can, and give you guys some great content to listen to, enjoy. Um, I, I think that this expansion's release more than ever is just so timely where people need something to do while we're trying to take care of ourselves, our uh, communities, and our world ultimately. Uh, and as gamers, we've been preparing for this all our lives basically, right? To just be quarantined and <laughs> stay inside. It's uh, it's rare that the doctor's, uh, you know, uh, advice has been so in line with what we want to do, essentially. <laughs> and yet here we are. So uh, so that's the brief that's that's a brief flyby. I'll tell you guys that I'm happy today um, because because uh, obviously work has been OK. And my wife and I have, have truly been thankful that uh, that we haven't been in you know, affected because we know that there are so many people, good friends of ours who have either lost jobs are, uh, are at risk for furlough and all sorts of stuff. So if that's you, um, just know that, um, you know, I, I'm willing to help in any way I can. I know that there are lots of jobs that are opening up, um, in places both remotely and in person. Um, so if you're at a place where you're struggling and you're not sure, uh, you know, you're looking for work or whatever. I, I mean, I, I would be happy to help you in whatever margin I can to find something. Um, or if you just need emotional support, even uh, that's, you know, uh, positivity is one of my strengths. Uh, obviously, that's why I, I host <laughs> Happy Hour Stone. Um, but it doesn't mean that we need to be negligent. Uh, I, I heard somebody say once that we need or it, actually it was it was my boss. He said we need to be both prudent and prayerful. We need to be uh, purposeful in actually doing the tangible things that we can uh, to to help out. But we also need to be supportive and helpful for other people in the intangible things, emotionally, spiritually, uh, mentally. So I know that this is a time where isolation can really bring out the worst, unfortunately, in a lot of us. And so uh, I, I just want to speak encouragement to you. This isn't forever. Um, but And if you are struggling, you're certainly not alone. There are many who are. Um, but reach out uh, either to me through email, thehappyharston at gmail.com, Twitter at Andrew is Living, or, or join our Discord, talk to people. 
um, because there's really no reason why we have to be completely uh, isolated. Um, even if it's physically, we don't have to be <laughs> separated emotionally or anything like that. So that's the big rundown for me. Um, Steve, what parts do you want to share as far as uh, what you've been through, where you're at, why you're happy today? I mean, just throw it all together into one big blender and, and service up the, the Steve smoothie here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I am also still actively employed. Um, I'm working from home. My company, I, I don't know if the, well, the company I work for is finding a way to contribute through manufacturing. Okay. So that is, that is something that, well, I can feel good about, about working for the company. And also Mm -hmm. it makes me feel good that we are able to pivot that way. Sure. Sure. So it's, it gives me a little bit more security. Um, so I'm getting like four hours a day back. By not having to commute, which is, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, if I'm taking lemons and making lemonade, it, it's, it's, it's not the best, but I'm sure, making the sure. best of a bad situation. Um, so I've gotten time to get a little bit more sleep. I'm getting on the exercise bike in the morning. I'm having some more time afterwards to, you know, hang out with the kids or, or play some video games and just relax. And, um, so it's, it, we've been doing that for like two and a half weeks now and it's still weird, but I'm, I'm kind of settling into a routine, which is okay. Mm-hmm. So I've kind yeah. of taken this room that I'm streaming from it's in my office now so I've been kind of taking some time to, to to straighten it up and make it a little bit more homey and make it feel a little bit like more like my office not that I don't spend a lot of time streaming from here anyway but you know if I'm gonna be spending you know almost the whole day in this room I should probably make it you know a little bit nicer and a little bit less like a dumping ground so, right right um yeah so just been kind of taking some taking some opportunities to do some things that haven't really done, haven't really had time to do. And, you know, I'm maybe starting a second stream weekly. I did that. I tried that this week and I felt like it went okay. So I might be able to work that in now that I'm, you know, I'm not commuting and I'm not waking up at five o'clock in the morning. So it's a little bit easier to do those kinds of things that I wanted to do, at least to kind of, you know, I feel like my stream makes, people tell me that my stream makes, you know, gives them something to look forward to. So you know, I want to be able to, to do that and give people a place to, to be where if that's, you know, something that will help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it is helping. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen so many streamers now who are doing either relief streams or streaming more often, you know, whatever it is. I mean, the truth yeah. is we all need things to do. And I hope that all of you are finding routines kind of like Steve was talking about that are either things that you've wanted to do or just haven't been able to find the time. And if you're in a place where you have more time than usual, that you really invest that either into dreams that you've always had, things to take care of yourself mentally, physically, whatever. Uh, my wife and I have have uh, joked that it is an unfortunate time to have young children because our our time, it doesn't feel like we have this unending time anymore. It feels like we actually have to be more on top of coming up with creative things to uh, to help the kiddos out and stuff because, um, yeah, I mean, our schedules just look exactly the same, except that my wife, when she's taking care of the kids during the day, has to keep them out of the basement where I work and uh, cannot go out to all of the fun places that they typically do. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it's unique times. Yeah, I mean, I'm, luck- I'm lucky that my- mine are like almost 11 and almost 13. So they they'll just you know, hang out with watch YouTuber or play video games and they're <laughs> right. fine. I don't, we don't have to keep them like constantly and constantly entertained. Yeah. I can't imagine having like, you know, a three or a four year old right now and trying to keep them entertained mm-hmm. all day. That would be, I, 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 I yeah. do not envy you. It's, it's not, 
it's not the it's not how I would choose to spend my time. How about that? <laughs> but I honestly, like the influence and the ability to be a part of their lives is a, is a big upside. Yeah. And so, um, still going to find those ways. And like you said, lemon, lemon, or lemonade out of lemons, and all of that. So, yeah. um, well, we don't have time to talk about news, Steve, because we would oh, be here for three hours talking about yeah. as much stuff that has been announced with a full expansion um, over the past few weeks. And the truth is you've covered a lot of it on Off Curve. I know my other Hearthstone podcasting friends have gone over all of this in detail. So we're not going to cover the Priest rework. We're not going to cover the wild revert nerfs or um, what's the other big thing? The fact that we have a a new class in Demon Hunter that's being um, released this week now. So uh, those are kind of the big ones. I'm sure there's actually one more. That well, there's yeah. So here I can give you the punch list. Okay, sure, you, sure. Because um, I still have my notes from the episode that I recorded. Yeah. I have an episode, episode 134 of Off Curve, entitled appropriately enough. We were not prepared. <laughs> Goes through all of this in detail. So if you wanna if you wanna get the rundown on that in detail, um, yeah, go I'm listen to, to that. do that with yeah. you over on my show. Um, but the the punch list is we're getting Demon Hunter. We're gonna talk about Demon Hunter next on next week's card review mm-hmm. because. We want to have a chance to actually play the prologue, which yeah. is coming out on the second, mm-hmm. to get a feel for the class before we review the cards on the show. So, but that is also a thing that's happening on the second. So you're gonna get, um, you're gonna get all the cards for that, and I believe you get a, de- a demon hunter deck, if I remember correctly. It's it's all kind of you, running together. You unlock the basic cards, and I think the the cards that they're putting in Year of the Dragon yeah. for for demon hunter. Yes, yeah. Um, we're getting duplicate protection across all classes, yeah, that's which means big. that if yep. you open up, if you open up two cop, uh, as many copies of a of a card as you can put in a deck, you cannot open any more mm-hmm. until you've opened up everything for the whole set, which is going to be huge, crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, especially if you're a free to play player, a casual player, it's going to be a big deal. Um, they are completely overhauling the ranked ladder. We, I'm not even going to that go was into the that. Other, no, that's, yep, <laughs> yeah, that's that's gigantic. They're moving. Um, they moved as of Thursday. Um, Leroy Jenkins, Mountain Giant, Mind Control Tech, Acolyte of Pain, and Spellbreaker to the Hall of Fame. Yep. They moved um, from Priest. They moved Akanai Soul Priest, Divine Spirit, Holy Fire, Shadowform, Northshire Cleric, and Prophet Velen to the Hall of Fame. They um, rebalanced seven other Priest cards. They printed six new Priest cards. They unnerfed 13 wild cards. <laughs> and I think that's it. This, and there might absurd. be one other thing, but it's true. Oh, yeah, there's a new expansion coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's about as much as we're going to go through, honestly, with all of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh yeah, battlegrounds. There's a ton with oh, battlegrounds, yeah. also, right? So Illidan is live in there now, and as well as some new minions. Yeah. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with battlegrounds. I peeked into uh, seven thousand finally on that. So. I've been working hard and really enjoying that as I've been uh, getting better. It's fun when you get better at a game, right? Yeah. Right, especially when you can push yourself and get there. So, Or at um, least when you're losing and you can understand why as yes. opposed to I lost and I don't yes. know what happened. Like yes. that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's been more of my latter experience, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there, there's tons that we could talk about, but the truth is we have to dedicate a big whopping majority of our time to all of these cards because uh, there's a lot. Like Steve mentioned, we're going to go over Demon Hunter in uh, part two of our review next week, along with uh, the League of Explorers classes. So this week we're going to focus on the League of Evil. Uh, not that that's really a thing anymore, but it was just kind of the way we 
chopped things up over the past year anyway. So we're just going to, we're just going to keep rolling with that. So, um, and real quick, before we jump into this, I just want to um, also make a statement. Usually I take a sponsor break. I, I said it on the past episodes about how I understood with me taking some time off if you needed to shift Patreon stuff. Totally understand that um, because so many people have been supporting the show over there for so long. Um, many people chose to stick it out, and I am very appreciative of that. It's probably looking like the um, what I wanted to do for episode 200, which now I'm going to plan to do for episode 202, will probably be late April, early May before that's able to actually come through because it's a lot of work to get these review episodes uh, up, obviously. And so I'll need to go through these, and then that secret project is kind of on the wing. It may be delayed further so I can work on episode 202, or it may be sooner, and then I need to hold off. Anyway, these are weird times where it's uh, there just needs to be a lot of grace and understanding on a lot of ends. So I want to extend that um, to the to the Patreon supporters uh, because I, like I said before, I know things have changed for a lot of people. So if things have changed for you, feel no pressure or anything about staying on. Uh, feel free to change whatever you need to. There's no, um, there's no problem on my end. Uh, when I get back, if things look a little bit different, I'll be okay with continuing on with weekly episodes for a time, even if that goal is not met. Um, because I, th- this is just a time where we all need encouragement. We need to be able to, as uh, Anna says in Frozen 2, do the do the next right thing. I watched that with my daughter last night. So, um, how many times? Uh, only once, actually. <laughs> I, I I'm I am in this groove of doing ladder or BGs while I'm watching stuff, and so I end yeah. up not investing too much mentally in what's happening on the screen. But anyway, yeah. yes. Uh, so that's all I want to say. And let's go ahead, Steve. Let's uh, let's jump into the outlines okay. because it is so finally should we, time. Should we do our usual disclaimer before we? We go into should, the especially because it's okay. a new year. We probably have a lot of yeah. new people uh, joining us. And uh, oh, we didn't say that people who are rejoining Hearthstone get a new competitive deck. Also, oh, yeah. so there's more reason than yeah. ever to jump back. Um, so if you haven't joined us for one of these ever, or it's been a long time, uh, these reviews are obviously for fun. Uh, so feel free to hold things against us, but only if it's done out of love. Uh, and if you disagree with us, that's okay too. Talk to us about it on social media. We love hearing that. Um, this is, uh, these are all predictive, obviously. We're actually going to get this full, both sections out before the entire set releases. Usually we have one go out before and the other go out after. But because of the uh, lengths of stuff with Ashes of Outland and the Demon Hunter release, uh, we had a chance to do it all. So this is all going to be predictive and hypothetical. And we obviously we've done this enough to prove that it is really hard to get things exactly yeah. right. But it'll be fun to do so. We'll give every card a rating, both for standard play and arena play. For arena, it's it's a number that... Uh, or, it's on a scale of one to five. We don't do any point fives or anything because we got to go all in on what we say. Uh, arena is pretty much, is this something that you would want to choose and how effective is it going to be for your, uh, for your arena deck? And the standard score is going to be for the deck that really wants to play this card. 
And we've we've flexed this uh, this definition a million times, and we tend to flex it still on individual cards. But yeah. we try to have an eye for what's possible with this card. Not necessarily is it going to be a tier one deck or card on day one. But what is the potential of this card? Uh, what are the things that we could, especially for the first set of a year, what are the things we could see happening that really could either make this thing good or, man, it's going to take forever for this thing to work and it just can't. So a one is a card that is not going to see much play at all. A five is a card that is going to define archetypes and we reserve zeros for the cards that are truly, yep. truly not worth more than their dust. So... Uh, what else would yeah. you add to that, Steve? Um, so there's a there's a good episode of Coin Can See where they were talking about their um, their card rating philosophy that I think is fairly similar to ours. Uh-huh. That's probably a good a good listen as well. But generally, it, the the scores for constructed are kind of going to be in the order of like how like when you're going to build a deck, what do you start with? What's the next round of cards mm, that are supporting it? Sure. What's the filler? You know, so like five would be the cards that you start with or the cards that are always going in. Four would be kind of the the support cards that are very good because of the cards that you started with. Three is kind of like the the cards that make the cut that are good enough, but, you know, are kind of the, the next tier of cards. Two is generally the stuff that's not quite good enough. And then one is just bad. Yeah. Um, usually like twos are cards that you'll take off of a, of a random effect, but you won't actually end up putting in the deck. And one is just like, no, why <laughs> don't do um, this? <laughs> don't do this also, to yourself just, or others. <laughs> just general, general disclaimer. This is not a crafting guide. This is not a dusting guide right. because we give this a five. Don't go and craft it day one. Because if we give it a one, don't go and dust it day one. Um, if you, if you don't believe me, I do a regular self-flagellation episode (laughs) around around this time, uh, of all the cards that I got wrong. And I'm about to record the one for Descent to Dragons, uh, today or tomorrow, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, so where, though I do get some right and believe me, we'll be talking about Galakron Priest because I was, I was on an island for that one and I was right. That's true. Um, but you know, so don't, you know, the things can change and there are things that we're not going to see. Sometimes we read card wrongs, cards wrong, even that happens when you're dealing with 135 cards, especially as quickly as we've gotten them. Like we've never gotten them this quick all at the same time. So it's, it's easy to misread some things quickly when you're evaluating them all in, in rapid succession. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just, just kind of use this as we're going to try to give you some things to think about when you're trying to use these cards and where they might fit and where they won't. Yeah. That sounds great, and it wouldn't be a happy Hearthstone review unless we started off with the class that deserves it all, right? Right, Steve? The best class. <laughs> it got even better. So, it's even better. It has an actual classic set now. So we usually will go legendary, <laughs> epic, rare, and common on these, uh, and we'll kick it off with the legendaries. In this set of Ashes of Outland, one of the themes that we're going to have are these primes, and what these are are legendary minions, that are all going to have a death rattle that shuffles a prime version of it into your deck. And that prime version actually is pretty much its own separate card. Usually it's related somehow to the original. I don't know. Is there a word for like the, the minion that like creates the I, prime? I've been calling it the front half is generally the front what half, yeah. refer to The front it half and the back end. So we have to talk about two cards in one for each of these. And Steve, I'll give you the honor of uh, of kicking this one off for us yeah so uh the one of the priest legendaries is reliquary of souls which is a one mana one three life steal uh death rattle shuffle reliquary prime into your deck and i actually need to bring up because that's the one thing we don't have is the uh is the fic the picture of the uh the prime or at least i don't i know you have them 
Um, so give me one second to click on the helpful link that I have on the on the spreadsheet, which if you are a $2 or more Patreon subscriber, you will get access to. Um, so Reliquary Prime is a 7 mana 6, 8 taunt lifesteal. Only you can target this with spells and hero powers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you feeling that? Let's go. <laughs> I, I mean, this is... This is really, really, really strong. First of all, it, Priest actually has a legitimate one drop to replace, like, um, Northshire Cleric. Right, going right. Away. Same stats. Uh, Lifesteal yeah. isn't bad. Uh, it's not really yeah. going to help and you in the early game, but it's something. It's it's something. It can trade off some lackeys. It'll do... Sure. It, it'll, it'll at least give you something to do to get on board. Um, I, I can see this running in Resurrect Priest. You don't... Even if you're resurrecting a 1-3, it's not bad because you still get more of the primes in your deck. Yeah. And that also helps with fatigue because sometimes if you're, you know, these games can go long, it's priest. So, you know, but getting, being able to shuffle a couple of extra cards into your deck is actually relevant to some of the control matchups. Yeah. So the, even getting the front half into the res pool is not bad. And the back half is ridiculous. I mean... That's a. I mean, if you've played against Wing Guardian, yeah, you know how obnoxious is. that is. Yeah, it's it's that with Life Steal, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. and you can buff it. Like the problem with the problem with some of these, you can't target these with spells and hero powers cards and priest is your hero power heals. Right. So, right. you know, it's, it's like your hero power can't help it. The whole point of, of minions and priests is that you want to be able to heal them and get more value out of mm-hmm. it. And normally you can't do that here. You can still heal it here. You can still buff it. So I, I, I want to put this in every priest deck easily. Wow. Like I don't see any downside to it. I mean, the downside that I'm feeling for all of these primes is that, Shuffling it into your deck with no way to tutor it out, which there really isn't, I don't think. I mean, maybe Druid actually with Strength in Numbers can kind of, but uh, or has a chance to at least, is the, is the possibility that you're just not going to see this card when you really need it. But, I, but because it's so powerful, putting a powerful card into your deck is generally an upside, especially when there's still value in playing the front side. It's not that this... Uh, the, the um, the Reliquary of Souls is an unplayable card on its own. It's fine on its own, especially in a buff deck, which you're probably going to want to put this into. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of upside with this. Yeah, I mean, it's like your priest, right? You're going to draw it eventually. Like, it's, <laughs> you're going to get there. Like, that's the whole point of the deck. Like, you should be drawing the game out long enough to draw it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you're right. You know, like some of the some like some of the tempo primes that we'll talk about. That's more of a concern. Mm-hmm. I think it's less of a concern in priest, just because you're you're ex- you're expecting to draw the game out. Yeah. So and and this is going to give you a lot of like just playing the minion. It's like a cartoon defender on steroids, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, gosh. <laughs> Even the so if if you're able to res the prime, that's just oh yeah, that's bananas. Yeah. yeah, or or you have cards that you know can copy your minions that you can play also mm-hmm. like yeah, or or grave rune is oh, kind of disgusting. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to tell you about the game I played yesterday where they got Vargoth and then they got grave rune and uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's gross, but yeah, yeah, that's and and. Yeah, Vargoth is still bad, and you should feel bad, but that's beside the point. Yeah. But I think this is a five. Like, I can't see you not wanting to put this into any priest deck. Even, like, yeah. if, like even like we're going to talk about Dragon Priest, because that seems to be a yeah. theme. Yeah, yeah. I could see an argument for putting this into a Dragon Priest just because it's a good one-drop sure. that also gives you, like, a ridiculous minion on the backside. Yeah. What about Arena? Are you drafting this there? 
I think so. I mean, think about how bad legendaries are yeah. in general, yeah. right? Like, I mean, they're probably getting better. Like, we're getting rid of some of the some of the really like terrible legendaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, this is fine, right? Like, you play this on one. If you draw, you may never draw the back half, but you might. And if you do, it's going to be amazing. And the back half affects the board when you drop it because it's it's something that your opponent has to deal with. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a five. It might be compared to the other legendaries. Well, now that I'm thinking I, about I it, I think the downside is if you draw the Reliquary of Souls late game. If you top deck that when you're in a situation where you really need something, you've got a one three yeah. minion and the chance of drawing something later. Like that's that's a real bummer. Yeah, but that's any two drop that you draft in arena, right? Yeah. Like any one or two, any early drop that you draft in arena is always a threat mm-hmm. like that. And you still need to draft like some number of them. Probably just the fact that you can get something really good uh, later is yeah. good enough. So I'd be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of waffling between four and five, but I'd be okay going up to a five. Yeah, I think. I mean, this this card is bananas. I'm, I, you know, like there are times when I get unnecessarily excited about these <laughs> legendaries, but I don't think this is the case. You think that this one's gonna come out? Uh, you think I would learn my lesson after a little while, but you know I'm just kind of like Wiley Coyote trying to draw the trying trying to blow up the mountain one more time. Right? That's right. So. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let's uh, let's move on here. We've got Sethic Veil Weaver, the two mana two three epic minion. After you cast a spell on a minion, add a priest spell to your hand. Oh baby! So Miracle Priest has a place to go. Because so far, with all these cheap pre-spells that they've been getting, all we've been able to come up with so far is um, uh, Nomi Priest, right? Which, the whole point of Nomi Priest is just getting Nomi, and that's it. But now, we've got a way to turn those spells into potentially bigger spells, uh, and probably get to that end-win condition, and but also do some other things along the way. So I, I don't see how any priest main isn't like super excited about this card. Am I right about that, Steve? Um, it's it's not quite Lyra the Sun Shard, right? And, and let's let's be clear about that because sure. Now it does say a minion. It doesn't say friendly minion. So that does open up the pool of of potential yeah. spells that that can be used. However, the thing with Lyra is that you would just get a lot of spells that you'd just be able to chain. And eventually the chain is going to run out sooner because you're going to be constrained both by mana because we don't have, um, what the, what the hell is the name? Radiant Elemental anymore. Yeah, right. And you're going to be constrained by what, it, by getting spells that can't target anything. Mm-hmm. So it, you're that, that chain is going to run out sooner. That said, this is a two drop. So you'll be able to have more mana available to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Miracle, Nomi Priest may be a little bit more constrained by the fact that Acolyte of Pain is rotating. Sure, sure. And, you can't and have that in Wild Pyro, like, yeah. Yeah, you can't do like Wild Pyromance or draw shenanigans mm-hmm. anymore, which is generally how you would bridge to the late game. Um, but I think that if you're playing enough spells that target minions, and even if you're like deathing something or painting something, that still counts. That still gets you free free value. And this is also like a lightning rod that needs to be dealt with. So I, I don't think it's quite like Lyra was insane and we shouldn't be printing Lyra, but this is a good balanced version of Lyra. Yeah. So I, I think it's a strong four. I think so too. Yeah. And, and in arena, it's a two, three that has upside. Yeah. So that's a four yeah. by definition. If you get one tick off this thing, great. You know, and if yeah. you don't, it was a fine vanilla minion. So you're going to be yep. okay either way. 
So, um, I, I, I feel like we're getting it. Like these cards, like at first it was like kind of underwhelming. And then mm-hmm. I keep looking at them like, these are nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like finally, like finally we're getting like hunter class cards in, in priest. <laughs> <laughs> so skeletal drag is a seven mana four, nine epic with taunt at the end of your turn, add a dragon to your hand. So, I mean, really, this is like, what, what's the name of the, 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 the six drop in druid? Um, the one that's like for a taunt, yeah. Uh, um, add drag to your hand. Not Wing Guardian, Emerald Explorer. Emerald Explorer. So yeah. that's this is basically what this is, right? Right. It's got one more health. It costs one more. Um, you, you're not get, you'll get the dragon at the end of your turn. You're probably not going to get a second one, mm-hmm. um, because it's got taunt, and your opponent's going to be incentivized to kill it. Yeah, nine health but is a lot though to break through. It is a lot. It is a lot, and it might get you two. Um, I'm not expecting to get much more than that, but, like, who cares? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we're seeing dragon synergies. We saw dragon synergies being re- reintroduced for priests in Galakrond's Awakening. We're seeing more in this set. Mm-hmm. And this is a good dragon that both protects your face and gets you more dragons. By the way, this can get itself. Oh, yeah. Just like Emerald Explorer. Which, by the way, I want to go on record saying that that change that they made to Dragon Queen Alexstrasza is at some point going to come to all things that generate it, things. It really ought like, to. I, but, because yeah. I, I think it, it just makes those times that it happens feel absurd. And I, I think it's eventually going to come out to everything. But in the even with that in place, this is absolutely a card that you want in every Dragon Priest, period. And I think that even though um, Divine Spirit is gone, Inner Fire is still in the Priest Arsenal, right? Yep. And I kind of wonder if you could make some kind of combo dragon priest that it, it has more of a late game reality than an early game because I don't think someone's cutting through nine health unless they're already ahead. This slows down and equals out the board, but if you're ahead and you slam this down and they can't deal with it, goodness, nine nine to the dome sounds pretty good for one mana or you know whatever I'm, else might happen. I miss Void Ripper so much. <laughs> like... <laughs> You can play him in wild, Steve. I know. I might. I might have to go back to that again because that. I like. I would love to butt stomp some people with this, yeah. but. Uh, but also, it says dragon. Not. It's not discover, so you can get dragons from other classes. You oh, can get a cool! Mad Espac. Jeez. You know, you can get you can get an Emerald Explorer and get more dragons. Okay. You can get Ysera Unleashed. You can get a whole bunch of. stuff. I'm sorry, but there's no way this isn't a five. This is a. This is insane. I I think I I mean you're starting here with Dragon Priest, right? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. This is you're putting two Dragon Priest is you're putting two of these exactly. in your deck. Yeah. So I think that that qualifies as a five and an arena. It's the probably same. an arena. A yeah. five in arena too. I mean, it's a it's a taunt. It affects the board. It gives you more value. Like what else do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's expensive, but it, you know it's worth it. And that four attack is going to kill a lot that throw that gets yeah. thrown into it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that card. Um, yeah. We've also got Dragon Maw Overseer, three mana, two two. At the end of your turn, give another friendly minion plus two plus two. So we saw a Shadow Ascendant. That was a two mana two two. They gave another friendly minion plus one plus one. Is that right? Yes. At the end of your turn, and that didn't really work. We were excited about that then. I remember you were excited about that card. Is this is this better or is this more the same? I I think it's better. I mean, I think it's basically it, it's not better. I think it's probably equivalent, but I think we actually have in in Dragon Priest like a legitimate like board focused priest deck. Sure, yeah. That you know, I mean, 10 mana, right? You can drop this alongside a skeletal dragon. Like, I'm not saying that that's what you want to be doing waiting until 10 mana. 
for this, but that's a play you can make, right? And and we have other things like cartoon defenders and stuff like that that are going to go in and just a number of other dragons that will be able to benefit from that buff. Mm-hmm. So, like, being the fact that we do have a board-based priest deck means that this could see much more play. And plus two, plus two is a lot. Yeah, it really like, is. That's no joke. Yeah. I I think um, that this has... Well, and the nice thing is, with Shadow Ascendant, you really needed to play something on one and play that on two in order for the game to look really good for you, essentially. With yeah. this, I feel way better about putting this uh, later in the game because plus two, plus two is a lot. And it gives you at least one more turn to develop something onto the board. So I, I think on both ends, this works better. Although my expectations are still tempered after the Ascendant because I don't I don't know for sure that this is going to be the card that really pushes the Temple yeah. Priest to the... Well, it just never had a deck, right? Like right, we, it right. was When we had Spiteful Priest, it was good. Like, it was played in Spiteful Priest, and it was good. Was it? It's just that, yeah. Yeah, it was. It's just then then Spiteful Summoner got nerfed, and there was never another board-based priest again. Right. So so if we have a board-based priest, I think this will see play. I think a four is probably fair. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. And in an arena, probably the same. Like, it's understated, but if you get it on board with anything else, you get those stats back, and, and then some. So, you know, I think that's fine. Sounds good. All right, so Psych Split is, is it's, I don't know if it's Psych Split or Psyche Split. It's probably Psyche Split. Uh, I was going to say Psych, Psych Split, but uh, actually Psyche, Psyche split, split sounds more right. It's, I don't know. It, it okay, makes more whatever. sense because, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is is a five-mana spell, give a minion plus one, plus two, summon a copy of it. Uh, Yeah? <laughs> like, it's a bit expensive, and I'm not sure if it's going to stay in the deck, but, like, I'm looking at Resurrect Priest, and... Like, we play Grave Rune now, right? Mm-hmm. And Grave Rune is something that is susceptible to sap, is susceptible to hex, it's susceptible to silence. This is immediate, right? right? So, there, I mean, it's one less copy, but there is an argument if you're in a rogue-heavy meta or you're in a, a mage-heavy meta, like we're, our, like we're in right now, mm-hmm. where very often you're going to play Grave Rune and you're going to have to stick it on a minion the same turn you're attacking with it to get value out of it, that this may be a better option because you get you buff the minion and you get a copy of it immediately. Hmm. Um, you get one less copy, but it's still you're getting the value immediately. So I think meta dependent, this engraver might interchange, but I feel like this may be fighting for that spot. I don't think you ever run both of them. I think it's too much. Yeah. Um, but you know, it may be depending on what kinds of removals are available. I mean, if there's a lot of Highlanders, Zephyrus is always a concern, right? Then this this sure. gets around that too. Well, or I I mean, if you're focusing too heavily on copies, there's this little card named Flick Sky Shift that might have something to say about that. So yeah, you just resurrect it. It's fine. It's not, <laughs> that's not a problem. I'd rather. Yeah. I don't even. I mean, honestly, early on, I don't even care. Like, fine, go ahead and res it. I'll make and flick it. I'll make more. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. I just want to get them into the res pool, right? Yeah, it's in the late so, game after you've res that it feels bad. Yeah, but but then you probably got some other things in the. So yeah, th- there's a lot of. There's a lot of good to this, I think. Uh, plus one, plus two doesn't do much, but I kind of wonder if that's just... A, I, and especially since you probably have something else already developed on the board, or hopefully you do, you can make some unexpected trades against your opponent, heal it up maybe. I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff you can do. So this is a, this is a pretty cool tool in the priest yeah. arsenal, I think. And it doesn't say friendly minion, by the way. So you can take an opponent's minion. 
So if there's some like big oh. death rattle that you want or something huh. like that, you can do that too. Interesting. You're buffing their minion, but you may not care. Yeah. Right? Like that's a, that's an unusual. I don't think you'll do that a lot, but that's something that's available to you. Well, especially if it has a taunt, you may kind of be effectively yeah. removing that card, which maybe that's good enough, you know, in the moment. Yeah. So I I don't know where to land on this. I'm going to defer to the to the priest I, guy. I I think it's I think it's a three. Okay. Just because it's I don't. Like, I can see it getting played. I could also see it not getting played, or I can see it, like, falling in and out, depending on what the meta is. Yeah. So I think that's that sounds like... That sounds like... A, it's I, pretty It's good. not to yeah. the point where I think it's fine. Like, normally, it's fine is our is our <laughs> synonym for three. <laughs> right. But I think it's a good card, but I just don't know how... It's expensive, and I don't know how much it's going to see and it re- because of that. And it requires a lot. It, re- it requires right. you to have a deck strategy that's, that's in line that can take advantage of it. In Arena, that's probably why I'm going to a two, because... Yeah. Um, there's a good chance you can have a minion that can take advantage of it, but I don't know whether that's going to be a one-cost minion and you just have to use it, or whether it's going to be insane and the game-winning card. You know, so two. You could just draft a five-drop, right? Yeah, like, I would. That's I would that's the thing. Like you, you care about a copy when it has specific text on it that you want to copy yeah. in Arena, where you're just looking for butts on board. Mm-hmm. You could just draft a five-drop instead of this. Yeah. Cool. Dragon Moss Sentinel is a two-mana one-four battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, gain plus one attack and life steal. So back in the day, what was the name of the guy who liked his books? Wormrest Agent. Wormrest Agent. Same stat line, same effect, except it was gain plus one attack and taunt. And that was a mainstay in Dragon Priest because a 2-mana two 2-4 two, on 2 is insane. Uh, and then the taunt really required your opponent to deal with stuff. You could heal it up. You could trade. And this feels very, very similar to that. I mean, Lifesteal is kind of a soft taunt anyway, depending on the state of the board in the game. Uh, I don't think you're even that upset if you get this late in the game, because if it gets one hit, then that's fine. Uh, so I'm, I feel like it's all upside with this card. Yeah, I mean, it, and it trades off like a lot of, a lot of opposing two drops, like Fairy Dragon, mm-hmm. like I mean, any of the, you know, any of the lackeys will get traded off, obviously. Um, you know, like any of the, like, uh, Blazing Battle Mage, stuff like that. Like it'll, if it won't, if it's not going to trade it off, it's going to, it's going to make a dent and it's either going to draw removal or it's going to heal you. So like, those are all good things. And like, again, if it's a a dragon priest, like we're seeing them giving us cards for is going to be a board based deck, which means you need to be able to get on board early. And then this is a payoff for, for building your deck that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's a four because you're going to put it into that deck again. That's one of the, the like that first level of supporting cards you're going to put in. You're going to start with this with the skeletal dragon, and then you're going to put in. You're going to be searching for things that say holding a dragon, and this is going to be one of them that you're immediately going to put in. Yeah, I I feel higher on it because I just I think you just automatically want to put this in into any dragon deck, especially since usually those ones are. Mostly big dragons, although we've seen a lot more like mid-game from Descent of Dragons enter the enter the game. Um, I, I I can go to a four. I honestly yeah. think it's. I mean, I guess I f- I feel like the, this is. I feel like this is the difference between like corrosive breath and stormhammer. Okay. Right? Okay. Where where corrosive breath is a good card that you're going to put into a dragon hunter, but it's not the reason you're building the dragon. Hunter. Okay. Stormhammer's the yeah. reason you're building the dragon. Hunter. Yeah. That's a good, and so like, good. like I feel like this is closer to corrosive breath than Stormhammer. Okay. I'll go with you on that. And in arena, it's, yeah. it's draft dependent. Uh, two mana one, four is not awful, but it's harder to, to trade with stuff. So it's probably a three just 
yeah right right down the road it'll get it'll get better or worse depending on the other sets that are that are in play um like if blackrock mountain or descent of dragons is in is in the available sets this will get better if they're not it's going to get worse just because there are going to be fewer dragons to choose from um but i mean even a two mana one four isn't the worst thing in the world in arena absolutely Especially in priests where you can heal your minions, like having more toughness than how than than attack sometimes is okay. Speaking of healing minions, so renew is a one mana spell. Restore three health. Discover a spell. I don't know about this one. Like I feel like this is something you're gonna get off of whatever that card is. That I can't remember what the name of it is. The the Sethek Veil Veil Weaver. Like for such a for such a good card, they need to give it a more re- memorable name. But whatever. <laughs> um, but like. Your hero power does too, right? Uh-huh. Like you, you have other cards that can heal for for one mana. Sure, and like you could just put the spell that you want in your deck, unless it's something you need three copies of. So I don't like again in a in a deck that's going to revolve around the veiled whatever. Um, yeah, you'll use this because you're going to need to target things. You just can target anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, notice that they're giving us, you know, targetable healing that can go, f- that can target face and minions again. Right. Now right. that we got rid of Velen and Akanai Soul Priest mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about OTKs anymore. It's a good thing. <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't know, like it's going to be a very specific use case where you're going to want that. And even then it feels like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like enough. It feels yeah. like you're basically putting discover a spell and you're getting like something thrown in with it. Well, and, and you know what I mean. That's exactly it, though. The discover a spell is pretty dang powerful on its own, and I, I I'm not thrilled about the restore three health. But after playing arcane breath in Highlander Mage, I've just seen that card do a lot of work, and I I like dealing damage to a minion a lot more than restoring health. So don't get me wrong yeah. on that, but. The upside of discovering a spell, I found, like, there, there's plenty of times that you play Arcane Breath and you can't kill something, but you'll just deal some damage. And I kind of wonder with Renew if it's similar, where you, you can restore some health, whatever, if it helps you a little bit, great. But it's the Discover spell that lets you get something that really helps you in the moment that uh, that has its value. I think more often than not, you're going to be playing this off of the Veiler effect anyway, because... Yeah. Because because I'm struggling with it, and I, I see some upside and some downside, it's probably going to be harder to justify a spot in the deck. But I think you're always going to be happy to see this if you get it from a random or a discover effect, and you say, "Oh, I just get another reroll, yeah, restore roll, some health, roll again. Great, yeah. you know." So I for <laughs> yeah. I for me, I want to go up to a three just because I think discover spells underrated. Um, yeah, I, I can see it in a Highlander priest, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think that. And and I theory crafted one. I think it's viable. I oh, didn't cool. put this card in, but I could see it making its way in. Um, so I could see it in a Highlander priest. I, it's it's a borderline three, but I could go up to a three with you on that. I would. I in, in arena, uh, it's tougher to justify. You're, it's really hard to draft this. In you're arena. really only taking it for discover spell, but you should have a spell instead. We we say that all the time for arena. Yeah. So I th- I think it's probably one there. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so too. All right, next one here is Apotheosis. Apotheosis? I'm so glad you had to read this card because I have no idea. (laughs) Apotheosis. Three mana. uh, Actually, it sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Apotheosis. It does. Uh, Three mana, common spell. Give a minion plus two, plus three, and lifesteal. So it's impossible for me to not uh, compare these to Blessing of Kings, which is the four mana, give something plus four, plus four. This is... Almost ha- a little above half the stats. Lifesteal is a big deal for any minion, especially if you've already developed it and can attack immediately. Uh, so 
I this is a card I'm really split on because I think yeah. it's I think it's potentially very good, but it requires that you have a minion on the board. And that's never like even the Blessing of Kings is strong in Paladin decks that are very aggressive. And I don't see any priest decks that are going to be doing that. Lifesteal is more of a defensive mechanic. This is me processing things and really not knowing where to land. Yeah. I'm very split on I mean, this. I, so so the, the Paladin card that I went to was Lifeforge Blessing. And okay. Which, just, which is, I think, two mana just give a minion lifesteal. I think it's got Twin Spell. And... I, on the one hand, this looks like I don't want this. On the other hand, I have been destroyed by that card in in like a uh, quest paladin like so many times really? when that card wow. when that deck was viable. Okay, just because you would build this like this big ginormous thing. I mean, in that case, it was like the the eight eights coming off the eggs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, you think I'm dead here? I'm gonna go heal for eight and hit you in the face. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just don't know where you find room for this. Again, maybe a Highlander priest is the answer. Um, cause like if you do get a big thing, like you get, uh, you know, a dragon, like let's say you get, you, you get, well, the relic party doesn't matter because it's already got it. Mm-hmm. It's already got lifesteal. Sure. But like, let's say you get like some rush dragon that you can target. Right. And then you're able to play this and then like, give it lifesteal and a buff. And then you heal as well as remove. Like that's really good, but it just feels very slow yeah. in a deck. That's not really going to have the time for that. Yeah. So I'm I'm leaning towards it too, but I'm willing to be wrong on this. Uh, yeah, I I just think we need something that's more initiative driven, aggressive. This isn't something that you put in a slow controly priest deck, and slow controly priest decks are the ones that we typically want. Yeah. So unless there's more to support this, I think that a two is probably right, honestly. Yeah. Um, and in arena, I would say. I would say there's potentially more upside because you're probably doing more trading. You're probably healing stuff, and the life steal's sort of inconsequential. But the um, but buffing something to trade and get a get a higher upside, it's okay. I yeah. I probably put it at a three there. It's maybe a three. Yeah, yeah. I mean you're probably not going to be super excited about it, but you'll probably take it over some other things. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, and then we have imprisoned homunculus, which is a one mana two five demon. Ta- with taunt wow dormant for two turns oh dormant okay so let's talk about dormant because this is another new yeah. mechanic go ahead steve so so dormant is oh, we've seen this in some cases before but it's a big mechanic in um in ashes of outland so a dormant minion is takes up a slot on the board but is unable to be interacted with and then there are conditions for for waking it up in this case it's going to be dormant for the turn that you play it and then the following turn and then the turn after that it wakes up which is most um, of the dormant just appears on the board. Yeah, yeah. There are some that have other conditions, but most of them are dormant for two turns. So think. So you pl- yeah. think of the darkness or um, uh, Sherizin. Uh, Sherizin, uh, yeah, was the was the was the one yeah. that that would be. Uh, there was another dormant card, I think. Wasn't there? I don't remember yeah. what it was. The, those are the two that come to mind that we've had in the past. So yeah. you're going to and see those this are, more. Those are ancient history. So for, for newer players, unfortunately. Yeah, that's but. true. So if imprisoned homunculus is dormant. And or on your board, and oh, um, uh, what's the the, the druid legendary? Um, um, the one who who goes dormant, and you if you heal for five, he comes back. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, iron or not iron bark, loosen bark, loosen bark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so or I don't. Yes, that's right. So 
if you have played Imprisoned Homunculus, it's dormant. Your opponent plays Twisting Nether, let's say. Imprisoned Homunculus is still on the board. While it's dormant, it cannot be targeted and it cannot be affected by anything. So um, it's interesting and it makes it a lot less scary that it's a 2-5 taunt on turn one because it's right. not really... You're basically investing this into ter- two turns from now. So Steve, does Priest want to invest into a turn three 2-5 demon? With taunt on turn one, maybe, maybe, like again in not in res priest, like certainly no, never in res no, no, priest. no, yeah, because like this is gonna what dormant. It's part of the card, I, yeah. So it's going to yeah. be dormant when it gets resurrected for another. Two I think turns. that's like, right. No, we yeah. don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, in in it like a in like a dragon priest, maybe like it, it's gonna make your turn three ridiculous. But I think the problem with all these dormant cards, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around how good they are because when you top deck them later. These are going to be really bad. Yeah. Right? And, and like, this in particular is going to be very bad when you top deck it. You're more likely to top deck a card than you are to draw to your mulligan. Well, and Priest is not usually in a place where they have zero cards in hand and are just praying for the right solution. Right? Yeah. So I think that for that, there's a there's an upside to this. And I, the big thing for Priest is that you don't usually do anything on turn one anyway. So I think you're always right. happy to play this on turn one and keep it in your mulligan. Um, so that on turn three, you've got something big. I mean... Honestly, like Apotheosis, if it were better, like you play this on turn one and then you, uh, what does it become? A four, eight with taunt and lifesteal? Yeah. That's kind of disgusting. That's no joke. Yeah. So um, who knows? Maybe actually that's the aggressive, because between that and the Dragon Maw Overseer, you could you could actually be ripping pretty fast with that. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a card that's going to break the game, but I do think for Priest, who doesn't have anything to do in that early game... Uh, this is perfectly fine. I, like you said, you're going to be disappointed if you get it later. But even if it's a 2-5 with Ton a couple turns from now, as long as you don't die in that time frame, I think you're okay with it. I, I think it's definitely a 4. Fill, you can fit it in, too. I mean, one man is easy to fit uh, in. Yeah, turn. exactly. Right? I, I think it's yeah, probably I, a strong 4. in, in I, th- I was thinking 4 also. And, I mean, even in Arena, like, again, it's going to be really bad if you top deck it. Yeah. But, like, it's a one-mana card that's a 2-5. Yeah. yeah. Like... It's probably I don't I I think it's a four. Five, no, I think, I think it's, it's a four, a four also. Yeah. I think you you'd think about drafting it, but I think you probably end up drafting that more often than not. Yeah. Cool. An hour right. an hour in, and we did priest. So that's par for the course. So we for can us. do the rest of the we can do the rest of the rest of the inferior classes in like half an hour. That's right? right. Exactly. Let's move on to rogue here. We've got the legendary shadow jeweler Hanar, two mana one five. After you play a secret. Discover a secret from a different class. So uh, secrets are back. And that's kind of exciting for me, honestly. I feel like with Rogue, they really got flavor right with this set. And I'm excited to see where Rogue goes with this. I, I'm nervous that it's not as powerful as Galakrond Rogue. And there will need to be some adjusting. But that's out of my hands. So uh, regardless, this is pretty cool. So there will be some secrets in the set that we'll discuss in a moment. And they're not bad, in my opinion. So... Ideally, you play Hanar for two, and you play one of those secrets immediately. So you would be shown three secrets from different classes, I think, if I've read this right. So you would see a mage secret, a paladin secret, and a hunter secret. You choose one. It's from the the class that you didn't play. Exactly. So So if you choose the hunter one, and you're able to play it that same turn with Hanar on board, you play that hunter secret, then you will be shown a mage secret, paladin secret, and rogue secret, which... A rogue has a very limited scope of secrets, so you could really start churning pretty quick. And 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 rogue secrets are two mana again as well. So this is a cool effect. 
Um, I don't see this really working, though, unfortunately. I, I think that um, it's cool that you get something from another class, and Rogue can do some mischief with its uh, burgle effects, and you know, Vendetta all of a sudden becomes your mana after you do this. But I feel like it's too much work, and secrets yeah. take some time to pay off anyway. So though I, I like it, and it's kind of exciting talking about it, I think about the deck actually taking advantage of it. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I think, so we've seen Secrets played, basically, there's one of two scenarios where Secrets get put into a deck. One is if you get to cheat it out like Face Stalker. Um, because if you can draw it out of your deck, or, or something like you can draw it out with like Subject 9 or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that's, a, that's one scenario where you would do it. Sure. The other is if you have such bananas Secret Synergy, like Medivh's Valet... And um and the you know the the six mana cabal crystal bear crystal runner right right and like uh-huh. like stuff like so much like banana secret synergy that you could build a whole deck around. Well, secret. don't forget face stalker. I don't think these are the face yeah. stalker alone justifies uh, having secrets in your deck. So well, that's what yeah, that's why I said that was the first. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, where you can cheat them out, then that's that's like yes. or or like archaeologist. Sure, right? sure. Where right. you can get them out of your deck consistently with other cards and like and get virtual draws that way and tutor them out. Mm-hmm. We don't have either of those really. No. In in rogue, like blackjack, blackjack. Um, what the hell, blackjack stunner. We'll get to in a minute. Is is pretty annoying, but I don't think that these two are enough to get there. Mm-hmm. We may get there over the course of this year. If they keep up with the secret support, sure, yeah, um, yeah, potentially we may get to that yeah. point, mm-hmm. and then at this point, this gets more playable. Yeah, I think with what we have now, it's it's not there yet. This is a card that if you got it, I would I would say that if you're light on dust, I would I if if you're really light on dust, then go ahead and and do whatever. But if it, if you're okay to hold on to it, this could be powerful down the line. The one thing we also haven't mentioned is that a two mana one five stat line is just really rough. Like, yeah, that's annoying to deal with. Can, I mean, we remember when when uh, Evil Miscreant was a was a three oh, five, gosh, yeah, and they had to nerf true. that because it was it was obnoxious. Yeah. Like five is a high break so, point. So this thing can live, um, but yeah, I think I want to. I think I want to go with a one, honestly, for now. I, like maybe it's a two, just because I feel like it. Can okay, be all right, I'll 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 give you that. And like I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be embarrassed in my self flagellation <laughs> episode. But, I, yeah, um, yeah. I think and, in and arena, arena, like a. A two mana one five is fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, like as a legendary, like you're gonna get offered, you're gonna get offered some trash mm-hmm. um, compared to that. And and the two mana one five is fine. Yeah, I guess a two is probably yeah. where I would go with that. I think the other thing we should mention on the topic of dusting that we didn't talk about at the mm-hmm. top of the show. If you du- the new rules are if you dust a card, you will not see it again ever until you're done opening right. up everything else from the expansion so you're penalized so, much more heavily for dusting something yeah. if it ends up being better down the line so you really got to right. be careful with that yeah so so you want your threshold for dusting something to be much higher i would this is one that i would probably hold on to as as an investment yeah. if you open it up i, would agree. I wouldn't want to dust that yeah um so a comma is a three mana three four stealth with death rattle shuffle a comma prime into your death into your deck I'm, I'm my I'm it's a Freudian slip on that rope. And uh, a, com- a comma prime mm-hmm. is a six mana six five permanently stealthed. Oh boy! What? Oh boy! We've seen this in uh, in Dungeon Run where you yes. can get the uh, the spell or like all your minions have permanent stealth, and 
That was one of those things when they showed it that was like, oh, that's so absurd. That would never be in the game. Uh, and yet. <laughs> uh, so you attack I, with a comma prime, and it's just still stealthed. Yeah, and and you can just leave it there, and that's basically, that's lethal over five turns, right? Like, your opponent has to be able to have a board wipe in order to deal with it and you can just not attack it with it if they put up taunts and just hold it back and then eventually that's going to hit face five times for lethal six six attack is so high and five health is so high this gets away from flame strike so like you have to have a deadly shot or a twisting nether um what else actually kills this um i mean plague of death is pretty good oh plague of death yeah plague of um yeah uh, Plague, I mean, Plague of you, Wrath you also could potentially... You need, you need Zephyrus to help you out yeah. if you don't have one of those cards in your deck. Like, that's what you're waiting for. You're waiting for Zephyrus to bail you out and, and like, mass dispel or something. So, um, obviously, yeah, we're high it's... on a card with a with an effect this high. But don't don't also look out... Or don't also miss out on the fact that a comma itself is a 3 and a 3-4 with stealth. It's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's fine. Yeah. In my mind, this is an easy five because it's like both yeah. sides are good and the back end is potentially a game-winning uh, strategy. Your entire deck can't go around that, but I don't think you really care. I think you just throw this in and it's a potential... I, I'm trying to think of like decks that have had that before where it's like one, this one card could win me the game and it, and it very well might. Yeah. Um, I mean, Highlander yeah, Rogue I mean, especially is definitely going to run this in there. Like, 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 like basically like Dino Tamer Brand, right? Sure, like, sure, like, yeah. Like this is this is like a Dino Tamer Brand, and and by the way, we're getting stealth synergy in this in this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So there's more to so, that. So like this is by itself without any of that is is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then there's stealth synergy on top of it, <laughs> which is going to make it even worse, and it's just going to be like a permanent like a permanent trigger for any of those stealth synergies. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this anymore. It's a five. In, a, yeah, in Arena, it's a five, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a three mana, three, four. You would draft that anyway. A yeah. three mana, three, four stealth, you would just draft that. It doesn't even matter if you never draw the back half. That's good enough. If there are so few cards that actually deal with the permanent self, too, uh, in Arena, yeah. you're going to be so okay. So, yeah, in Arena, yeah. that's that's a, that's game over if yeah. you draw the back half of it. All right, next one is Bamboozle, our first secret. Two mana uh, epic secret. When one of your minions is attacked, transform it into a random one that costs three more. Three more. That is a lot of a buff. So let's say that you play... um, Well, the the card that was on my mind with these stealth synergies was the uh, Worgen Infiltrator. The one mana two one with stealth. Let's say that you play that on turn one. And then you're able to just go face with it. And turn two, you play Bamboozle. And your opponent thinks that they're going to trade in with their 3-4 just perfectly fine. That Worgen Infiltrator becomes a random four-mana minion. Which the vanilla stat line... I mean, it, you could probably go down a, a little Chilwin bit. Yeti. A, a, Chilwin Yeti. Yeti would be an av- or a good stat line, but probably averages a little less, which is like a 4-4, let's say. Your opponent okay. attacked with a 3-4 minion into your 4-4... You live and you have a 4-1 and your opponent still has to do something about it. I I think this card is insane. And I don't know if it really fits into Rogue necessarily. But I think the upside is so high of going around your opponent's back and them thinking they've got you. And then they have to rearrange their entire turn over that. Um it just seems like I I love this card because it fits their um, their personality as rogues and what they do. 
And it just seems like a really strong, unavoidable thing for your opponent, unless they're just completely face-oriented. So can I bring you down to Earth for a little bit? Okay, fine. (laughs) Okay, so one, Rogue only has three secrets. Right, right, right. So this is going to be very... Then this is going to be the one you're going to test for, right? Like, there, there's only three things. The other two, we'll talk about them. They're not nearly as as scary as this. So you're going to test for this first. Sure. And, And with only three secrets, it's going to be pretty easy to work, to play around. Two, at least for the next year, Rogue's going to have one ones on the board. One mana one ones. Almost all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there, I can't see a world where we're playing a, a, a Rogue that doesn't run some number of lackeys. So you're going to have a, a target to be able to disable this relatively, you know, especially knowing that that's probably what it is. Yeah. To, to disable this kind of relatively safely. It's gonna, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll cause some trouble, but I, I have a feeling it's just not going to be good enough. It's like the back in the days when Hunter only ran, I think it was explosive trap or freezing trap, one or the other, like Mm -hmm. that was the only secret in the deck. Or like back when, when mage only ran mirror entity, like if you know it's mirror entity, you're going to play around it. It's going to, it might be difficult sometimes, but you can play around that knowing that that's what it is. And that's going to be the case here too. So I think it's fine. It may work its way in, but I think that it's going to, in practice, it's not going to be as, you know, once once people know that that's a thing that you need to play around, they're going to be able to play around it fairly fairly reasonably. I disagree. I don't think it's going to be as easy to play around. And honestly, if my lackeys turn into random four mana creatures, I'm fine with that. I I think the hardest thing is just fitting this in. And Galakron Rogue doesn't need any support right now. So I don't think this is going to fit in there, but I still think the card is extremely strong on its own. And, like, your opponent can't play around it if they just ignore your minions. And I don't think that they can ever do that or just use spells. So maybe the spell mage that pops up out of this expansion might be able to just completely ignore this. But I don't think many other people are going to be able to. Uh, I, I, yeah. I certainly won't go lower than a four because I think there's a lot of potential on this. I, I On my yeah. own, I would probably give it a, give it a five indefinitely, honestly. I'll, I'll give you the four because I'm at a three with it. Okay. But I, I feel like without better, maybe later in the year when we get better, I'm assuming we're going to get more more secret synergy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in the, later in the year I could see it. Now I'm not I'm not expecting it to see a whole lot of play. And in an arena... In arena, forget it. Well, like, your opponent's your opponent just going to ignore your, your minions and go face. Can they do that, do, though? You're falling behind by playing a secret that's not developing the board. I don't know. It's win more, right? Like, if you could do Maybe, that, yeah. you could just play another minion, right? Like, that's taking the place of a minion that you could be playing on the board with right now, right? Like, there's going to be limited scenarios where that's going to be, like, super helpful to you rather than just having an, another minion that you could play. But we're going to go three in arena, right? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go Okay. Three. As, as, as long as we're at three, I, it's fun, okay. it's fun to be split on a card like this. <laughs> yeah. All right, and and I'm I'm notoriously bad at evaluating rogue, rogue cards. cards so are tough. Know, yeah. I well, and honestly, it's tough for me to even see a world where we're not playing Galakrond Rogue. And right. so, if if you are evaluating these cards based on does this go in Galakrond Rogue, you're not doing it right because. Just because it doesn't fit there doesn't mean it's not good. And the truth is, like, Galakrond Rogue is so good, I don't know what could come out of this set that would be good enough. So you kind of have to keep an eye on the future and sort of look at these in a vacuum. Um, I'm excited to at least play Rogue with these cards. So I like like this next stealth card that we have here. 
Yeah. So Greyheart Stage is a three mana three three epic minion. Battle Cry, if you control a stealth minion, draw two cards. So this is what I was talking about with the stealth synergy. Mm-hmm. Like We've got Skyvateer. Skyvateer curves very nicely into this. Oh yeah. Um, we're getting we're getting other stealth minions. I mean, you could always play Worgen Infiltrator if you wanted to. You could even play Master of Disguise if you're really feeling sure. like, super frisky. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if there's, you know, we'll get more stealth minions over the course of the next two years too. So I mean, just a comma alone is good enough, right? Like you could just play a comma and then leave it on the board before you attack. Play Greyheart Stage, draw two cards. And and then you have another three three and then you get to get to trade off the Akama, the front half. Right. Or you could just play it whatever when you have the back half. Well and so, don't forget, this yeah. is Arcane Intellect with a three three body attached to it. That's insane. Yeah. And I mean I I the, you only play this in that stealthy deck. And it does require that you have something there, but you're probably going to have a, a considerable amount of minions that have stealth. And I think it is a more aggressive style of rogue. So you're probably going to have some cheap minions because we can see all of them. There's one we'll talk about in a second that's kind of insane too. Um, so yeah, I think that this is a huge payoff card for um, for stealth rogue. And there's like no reason you don't play it. I guess the minion itself doesn't really get to take much advantage off anything. Um, but yeah, but. Who Whatever. cares? I mean, yeah. we, played, we played Elven Minstrel, right? Like, yes, that's that was a, a, card that's a that good example. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that's that's basically what this is. Now, now, you know, for Rogue, this is below average because you have to play the cards that you're going to draw at full cost. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so, you man. know, that might not be good enough. I don't know. But, I mean, it seems like in that stealth deck, this is very good. And this is going to be, like, one of the main support cards yeah. that you're going to you're gonna be running it. So, I think that's a four. I think it's an easy four. In Arena, it's very yeah. dependent on if you have the other things. I mean, it's fine. It's it's, it's probably a three because there's potential yeah, I mean, upside, it's, but it's, it's fine stat-wise. It's a three-mana three-three. You take those sometimes if you have to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Next up is Blackjack Stunner, one mana, one two minion. Battle cry: If you control a secret, return a minion to its owner's hand. It costs two mana more. This is the Freezing Trap effect, except for you get to target it. And one mana minions are pretty good in rogue decks because you have these cards that have combo effects. So there's a lot of upside. The question is: Is a deck going to run secrets? This is not enough on its own. You need probably two or three cards to really take advantage. Yeah. And I would say that this is better than the uh, the legendary minion we just talked about, Hanar. Um, and, and the fact that I can run two of these at least, okay, this is a more effective sap because it's cheaper. Uh, it's um, It's got a body attached to it and it hurts my opponent. I mean, if your opponent has a, you know, if they've just played a Deathwing the past turn, Blackjack stunner it, and it's unplayable now, you know? Um, that's not going to be the normal circumstances, but I think more often than not, you're yeah. going to get upside. So I I don't think this deck's going to be a thing yet, but I think this is definitely a card that's moving things in a direction where it could be viable. Yeah, I mean, this is a four-mana card, really. Sure. Or a three-mana card, three when you think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you're, you're, the only time you're playing this is immediately after a secret. Yeah. Because, like, you can't rely on the secret sticking otherwise so like you don't like as more the more i think about this like you have to be running a pretty critical mass of secrets in order to 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 be playing this in the deck you probably need to be playing at least two copies of two of them and probably two copies of all three and i don't think that that seems really really suboptimal for a rogue you know what i mean like some of the like they're not all winners these secrets and they're not bad, but they're not all winners. And 
I, I do think that, again, as we get more secrets and more secret support, this will be better. I'm already annoyed playing against this. And I'm sure I'm going to see it at the floor at, at, at for sure, where, where things like Kingsbane Rogue live. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't know if right away this is going to be powerful, but I could see this by the second or third set becoming a thing. And I think it's because of that we have to give it a four because there's yeah. potential, even if it's not. Yeah, right I think now. so. Yeah, I think this this deck may not exist yet, but I think the deck that wants it will want this. And and in Arena, it's probably a two. Like, you're not going to be guaranteed to get secrets, especially if there's only three of them. And, you know, you're not going to get them offered all the time. And then this is just like, it's a one-two if you're not doing that, which... It's fine, but that's not really what you're looking for. No, it's not. Yeah. So um, Ambush is a two-mana rare secret. After your opponent plays a minion, summon a 2-3 Ambusher with Poisonous. Sure. I mean, like I said, this is fine, right? Like, yes, theoretically, it will kill the the minion, again, when there are only three secrets. and, And two of them are ones that you can play, you can feasibly play around. Then you're going to play around this, and you're going to be planning for that when there's a secret up yeah it's it's just fine you know it's a discounted emperor yeah. cobra um it's a venom strike trap and venom strike trap was never one of the premium yeah i think i think you're really only playing this when uh when you get it from a random effect or something like yeah. it's okay but it's not gonna or if it. you have to play all the secrets yeah and i th- i think because of that it's probably a two like yeah i think so also i think that like it's it's easy to deal with the two three usually yeah and it's you know there there are ways to play around that pretty well. In arena, it's probably a three because the yeah. the discounted emperor cobra is fine and it's removal soft removal. And they're eventually going to play a minion. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not excited to take it, but I'll take it sometimes. Yeah. All right. Next up here is Ashtongue Slayer, a two mana three two battle cry. Give a stealth minion plus three attack and immune this turn. For those of you who are unfamiliar with this mechanic, immune, because we like never see it on anything, even though it's in the classic set, uh, this means that whatever this minion attacks that has immune, uh, it's not going to be dealt any damage. So this is a, this is very strong uh, uh, for an effect, um, because I, let's use the Worgen Infiltrator again as an example. You're very. Re- I, I don't think you really want to. Well, actually, no, you do want to. You play Worgen Infiltrator on one. Play Ashton Slayer on two, and then you go face with that Worgen Infiltrator. You just dealt five damage on turn two, and your opponent has to deal with a 2-1 and a 3-2. But later on in the game, you develop a stealth minion, and then uh, whatever it is, I mean, plus three attack and immune's a lot. You can just do some yeah. really unexpected trades. This feels stealthy. It feels like what Rogue can do. I mean, it practically feels like it's giving that minion poisonous because plus three attack is a lot. But the fact that this yeah. can go face is no small understatement too. Yeah, and I mean, like, we talked about the, the homunculus for priests. So that's a 2-5. Okay, well, you play Worgen Infiltrator on one. You play They play that on one. You just wait until, you know, turn three. Okay, here you go. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I think, again, in that stealth deck which is running a comma and you're going to start putting in other stealth things. Like, I mean, a comma with this, it turns it into a nine damage removal and it's still stealthed. Like, Oh, oh I'm scared. Yeah. Just thinking about that. Or nine to face yeah. again. Like it just, this is really strong. And it's a reasonable minion on its own. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like a three, two is fine. When you've got a good effect on a reasonable minion, that is a very strong card. So I yeah. I think this is a five. I think you definitely, you play two of these in every stealth deck. There's no reason not to. 
I mean, I feel like it's still a four just because it's, it's going to go, it's not, it's not the reason you're building that deck, but the reason you're building that deck is a comma, but it's very, very good. I, I think it's borderline, but I, I feel like it's still a four. So you, you, if you're going to argue the four against my five, you have to tell me what more you want from this card. I don't know, but <laughs> something. I I really think that I. All right, okay. I mean, fine. Well, well we can go up to a five. You on that. you I mean, put you these are, in. You're, every you're start. Like you're that. starting here. Okay. If you're building a stealth deck. Yes. You're starting with this. Yeah, and that's and then in in arena, it's a three because you're not necessarily in a stealth minions, but it's a three yeah. and a three two. Yeah, it's it's a it's a blood friend raptor. It can pressure. It's fine. That's perfectly fine. All right. So spy mistress. Speaking of stealth, mm-hmm. is a one mana three one stealth. Who heard so of Oregon Infiltrator? Your, forget your forget your Oregon Infiltrator <laughs> example because you're just playing this. Yep, I think you're playing both, honestly. Especially if you do some kind of aggro oh, you might stealth. Be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you obviously you start with this card. There's like, what? Yeah. Where's the downside here? I the downside I mean, is you, if your opponent's running a combo Arcane activator explosion. too on top. Yeah, of it. yeah. So this is strong. Don't look, yeah. don't look down on this card. I, th- I think that this is a five also. I think easily. I think this is more of a five than the Ashton Slayer is, to be honest. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, in a, like a one mana three one stealth is, that's nuts. Yeah. Like that's super strong. Like having a minion that you can develop on one and then immediately challenge pretty much anything your opponent does. Even if you're starting on the coin, like you're immediately challenging basically anything that they're going to do on their turn two. Yeah. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Late in the game, it's not, like, super exciting, but it's still, like, you're probably going to attack, get to attack with a three-attack minion the next turn. And that's that's pretty strong. For one mana, that's, that's just good. I mean, I mean, you combine those two cards with Goblin Lackey, which is not an unreasonable an unreasonable scenario mm-hmm. and you can uh, reduce it's basically a seven damage removal and you get a minion left over yeah i i want to play an aggro rogue on day one with these and rogue and priest are my two classes i have yet to get a thousand ranked wins on so i yeah i i was one of those is a travesty and one of those is understandable <laughs> <laughs> um i think at arena you still choose this card it's probably oh yeah like it's removal essentially. Like it's, it's gotta a- be a five. This has gotta be an arena five, doesn't it? Like other than the fact that it can die to like an arcane explosion or whatever, like it doesn't even matter if you're playing against a pin class because you'll still get at least one attack out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's the it's the top deck scenario that I struggle with. Like that's what I really want out of a five in arena, is that like it's good usually it's the mid to late game cards that I really I, I'm really excited about choosing. This one, because it's one mana, I mean three attack is no small thing. But I'm developing that into my next game is a rogue in arena. Uh, that's a good question, and I, I yeah, okay, five, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally we got some dirty tricks. Well, not finally, actually, we got two left. Yeah. Two mana rogue secret common. After your opponent casts a spell, draw two cards. Now earlier you said that bamboozle was like the only one playable, and I'm thinking that this is pretty playable too. I mean, rogue doesn't have a lot of great draw through your deck cards other than gadgets and auctioneer. I think that, like, between this and the stealth minion, or in a stealth deck, your opponent's going to play secrets. And if that's the case, then this is a discounted arcane ex- or arcane intellect. So, like, I, I, I'm not over the moon about this card, but I think that it's potentially an okay, um, an okay card draw mechanic for him. How much? How much play has has hidden wisdom seen? That's different than this. This is one spell, not three cards in a turn, right? 
Yeah, but I mean, there are going to be decks like like Quest Shaman, for example, uh-huh. that just don't play don't play spells. There are yes, decks like that. Yes, there are also and, and decks that run all spells and, like Spell Mage, and they cannot play and, around this. And you you do have to be careful because Rogue, at least now, is very likely to have a lot of cards in hand, and your opponent gets to choose when this goes off. That's fair. Right? So, like, you can end up getting into a scenario where you're burning key cards because no. you played this because you had to. No, but you're, then... you're not going to play this unless you know that you can. I feel I'm, Well, I... you might. If you have to get cards out of your hand, you might. Everything that you're saying is true, but I, I don't think it's... Mo- I think that you're really undervaluing this and Bamboozle. Like, your ability as an opponent to play around these things. Sometimes you will be able to, but locking your opponent out of spells is not reasonable for the entire game, typically. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's also, there's a cost to you. Uh, uh, Rogue is a tempo class. This is, secrets are naturally anti-tempo. Uh, right? To some point, so, yeah. you know, like, like card draw is fine, but like, this is also a class that can draw three cards for and have them cost zero. Like, it's nothing, right? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. there's, like, like, Rogue does not need card draw. Rogue is fine on card draw. This actually seems like a below average card draw spell hmm. um as far especially compared to like one that we've just talked about where you get a minion on top of it for one mana more like and this is taking up this oh is yeah just no like i cycle yeah that's great but that card has to be in a specific deck whereas this tip this could hypothetically go into any rogue deck at some point it, it doesn't it could, but you're probably not going to because you're going to need room like when you're gonna you're gonna cut that out for for better for better cards yeah I mean, again, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing, right? Like, this, like secrets are slow by nature, and Rogue mm-hmm. doesn't want to go slow a lot of the time. Yeah, I just don't... Especially card draw secrets are extremely slow. Yeah, you can't play this expecting to get it necessarily the next turn, but I think a lot of times you are going to get that. And then it was just cheap card draw, essentially. I don't want to go... Yeah, but also, you want when you play card draw, you generally want the options for that turn. That's true. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. like this doesn't give you the uh, this doesn't give you the cards until like the following turn. Yeah, which is not usually what you're looking for for card draw. You're lo- you're usually looking for immediate options right then because your options aren't good enough. Yeah, I think I don't want to go lower than a three still. I, I can talk. I can be talking okay. to a three. We're both we're I, both I, getting I talked into a lot of yeah. things in arena. Yeah. It's probably a two because like yeah. you yeah. typically card draw. You don't, even, you don't even draft arcane intellect all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so. Especially then, when especially with how low spells. Actually, I might be willing to go to a one in arena because yeah. it's very relevant that you may not, your opponent may not have any spells. So I, I think it's a one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've tried to play cards like that a, a fair number of times in arena and just had to it just sit happen. there the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Curse Vagrant is a seven mana seven five uh, common minion death rattle summon a seven five sh- shadow with stealth. Um. We're losing a lot of the death rattle synergy mm-hmm. in Rogue. Like, if we still had Necrium Blade, I would be much more excited oh, about gosh. this. Oh, <laughs> gosh. That would, that would not be a good reality. <laughs> or Necrium Vile. Like, yep. ugh. Yep. Um, like, s- seven mana for a minion in Rogue is a lot. Yeah. Like, I was just... I, again, I was doing... I, I just did the dusting guide for um, for Year of the Raven mm-hmm. and Gurubashi Heitmon was a was a card. Oh right? yeah, and mm-hmm. it was and that was a seven mana. I forget what the stats were. The stats weren't bad. Three seven, like or get something? a one one. Yeah, it was like a five seven something like that. Oh it was yeah, like yeah. get a discover a one mana a one 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 mana battle cry minion. Yeah, or like a, a one one 
one mana one one version of a battle cry right, minion right. and that like never even got close to seeing yeah. play because seven mana for a minion like it needs to be like see a map in highlander road yeah that does something like a tog waggle it has to do something like completely broken and this isn't there yet. yeah it's tough because like when you play this it doesn't do anything if we see some other effects like Necrian Blade or Vile, this could get out of hand. But I think they're being a lot more careful with that after Mechanical Whelp because Whelp yeah. didn't seem crazy, but then they added in a few cards and it became like standard. So I think there's yeah. potential for this card to be that. It's certainly not going to be that out of the gates. And I think, like we've said so often, this stealth mechanic is going to be much better in aggressive decks. And this is not an aggressive card by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I still probably want to give it a three because, like, the value's yeah. there. Um, but it's not going to be... It's really not going to be playable right out the gates, so... Yeah. I mean, you you might see... Like, if Necri of Apothecary ever becomes a thing again, mm-hmm. then, then oh, you sure. can see this. Like, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. pulling this with, like, a Necri of Apothecary, mm-hmm. right? But, like, that's not... I, I don't... Like, that's... Despite what happens to me on ladder at rank two on stream... <laughs> Uh, like that's not a deck that right now right. And I, I mean we're going to be a lower power level but I still don't necessarily think that's going to be a deck this, it could be this isn't going to bring it into that by any stretch no. in arena like it's a lot of value but it's fine you have to work it's, hard it's, to get there and it's very slow it's slow yeah it's slow and it doesn't affect the board yeah so it's a reasonable seven drop that you know you might take it just because it's better than what else you're being offered it's probably a three so also. that's a three yeah yeah okay yeah. cool on to shaman Okay. Is this me Why don't this time? Yeah, you take this one since I took the first okay. Rogue Legendary. All right. So Lady Vosh is the new um, is the new hero portrait. <laughs> it's also a card. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it also slices it. Dices it. Pure ace. Um, it's a three mana four three spell damage plus one. And as as is becoming as is appropriate, I was not prepared when I was that I was going to be reading this one. Here, so let me. I'll, I'll read off. Let the, me bring the, I'll read off okay. Ash Prime. Seven mana, five four spell damage plus one again. But battle cry, draw three spells, reduce their cost by three mana. That's each spell that you draw gets a three mana reduction. That's nine mana. Yeah. Wow. So I heard drawing discounted spells is powerful. Is it? <laughs> For, based um, off the class Vision, we just talked about? <laughs> yes. Also, Haunting Visions is a card. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, as is Farsight. Mm-hmm. Th- those are both cards yep. in Shaman that discount things by three, and that usually works out pretty well. It does. And you're, it's tutoring spells specifically. So you can build your deck in a way. I mean, you have to be a little bit careful about that. Because, like, you're not always going to draw Vosh Prime before you've drawn all the spells, and that might be, um, you know, that might be a downside. Mm-hmm. Though the good thing is she won't, at least won't fatigue you if she's all the way at the bottom of the deck. Sure, yeah. Um, but, I mean, drawing three spells, or possibly your last three spells, and discounting them all is, is pretty powerful. Yeah. I think there is some draw variance here. That's not necessarily the case with the first two that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Just because of like, like if you've ever gotten, if you've ever had like Warrior Galakron be like the, the second or last card in your deck, right? Then that's a huge bummer. Yes, and it doesn't happen a ton, but it will happen. Yeah, and and for that reason, this is going to be a little bit more variant than the other ones mm-hmm. that we've talked about. Yeah, it's powerful when it works, and I think you throw this into any amount of control shaman, you know, yeah. spell heavy shaman. There's just I, any kind of mid game, honestly. Even I think that you would want to play this because you can have some really huge turns that allow you to win the game. I mean, you think about even drawing bloodlust off of this and it being two mana. Like, right. I don't think this necessarily goes into a token shaman, but 
that could be enough to win you the game maybe in some certain circumstances. So I think because of all the variance and what it requires out of you, it's probably not higher than a four. But I think it's a four. But it's yeah. it's a very strong card, and it will be a win condition. The spell damage plus one is relevant. Uh, the front half has decent stats, so it's it's pretty good all around, and it's going to yeah. be great for all the control shaman people that have been wanting that. And, and yeah, it'll be easy to slot into a deck for sure. And buy Felicia to Shutterwalk because you're not going to get this off that. At least not. Well, in it's a death rattle anyway, not a battle well, cry. Well, no, the battle cry of the second. Oh, half. the battle cry from yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh, yeah. In arena, it depends on spells. It's fine. I don't know. I, I mean, you probably take it because it's a legendary that's not trash. Yeah, like the bar's like, real are you low. Taking, are you taking this or like Swamp Queen Hagatha? Right. Yeah, like, I, I take Swamp, Swamp Queen, Queen Hagatha. It's not terrible, but like, but like this one is going to be easier to play. Is? And then easier to get value. But out. you have to have spells in your arena deck. Swamp Queen Hagatha just gives you what you need right then. Right. But those might be the only spells in your arena deck that you're getting out of your deck. Yeah. Right? But they may not even like, be good. But you're not drawing them. So many butts right like, now. Like you're not you're not you're not spending a you're not spending a draw step on them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, drawing three, like drawing three cards is You're good. tutoring yeah. those out, you're getting the bag the way that you would play like like a subject nine or, or basically like a weird hemet, right? Where you're getting the bad cards out of your deck so that the rest of your draws are better if those aren't bad. I would probably go three on this. You want to go up to a four, though? I think I would go up to a four okay. just because, like, again, because of what you're competing against at, at, at the legendary slot. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Okay, next one here is the Lurker Below, legendary shaman minion. Six mana, six, three, battle cry. Deal three damage to an enemy minion. If it dies, repeat on one of its neighbors. This is a really interesting effect. This is not a great stat line, uh, but I think the Control Shaman loves this because it's another board removal option, and three damage is a lot. And yeah. I doubt that your opponent is going to be playing around this very often unless Control Shaman becomes... Well, no, we'll just know that we have to play around this, essentially, if... If you can. Yeah. But I think that very often they're not. I mean, you think about like playing against Treant Druid, and you just do this, and everything's dead... And it may... Does this wipe out Soul of the Forest? I, I, was, I think it does. I, I was wondering that, too. I think not. I think it resolves its effect and then the death rattles happen. But maybe it does. I, if it well, does, that's, that's not. This reads more to me like Lord Godfrey, and that's now not how Lord Godfrey works. No, that's fair. That's fair. So, Because I would think that it would start going down the line, and then it would, and then the death rattles go off and it kind of go back. Right, because then, because every time, then wow. they die, and then there's there's treants left behind. Yeah, and that, and even that's if those have been bu- buffed by the the what the the taunt thing that makes them all three three, go, they still die. Goru, Goru the Mitri. Goru the Mitri. I yeah. almost said Goku, but that's something different. So, I hate treant druid, so I can never remember the name of that card. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So the the stats are not good, but man, the effect is. So I think that that still puts me pretty high. I mean, I think you just put this in a control shaman. Yeah, you probably do. I mean, uh, again, I'm not building around it. It's yeah. a fine tool. Um, you probably play it in Quest Shaman, because why not? Yeah, I think Lord Godfrey is just the perfect example where, like, Control Warlock just puts that in because they need another board clear. And it's probably going to be that way for Control Shaman with this. So it's probably a four. It's yeah. like a good four yeah, actually, for Actually, this, this probably doesn't work with Quest Shaman unless you need to do six damage to the first minion. Because it would try to target it again. Right. So I think if you need to do six to the first one and then three to everything after, it would work. But I don't think it would do, like, but, the but rolling thing twice. If it could kill unless, anything... Yeah. Oh, 
Actually, no, you might be right. Because if it's dead, if it's dead already, then it's not there to target. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In arena, it's it's an effective board clear. I think it's probably yeah. still a four there too. Yeah, it might be a five because it's a it, because it's a board clear. It's a minion and a board clear. The stats are just so rough. Like your opponent can. But it's a legendary. Remember that. Like remember, it's going to be compa- It's going to be offered to you with Nat Pagel, right? It's going to be offered to you with with like um well uh, Azalina Soul but that doesn't that doesn't mean that any mediocre minion just gets it up like well no because the the competition the the bar is so much lower for for legendaries this actually does something useful that's generically useful right like a lot of legendaries are very specific they're they're intended to be build around yeah this is a generically useful card yeah okay you could talk me up you want a five on that yeah I think so I think this is a five you you want you want a five with that card like like yeah. what? Like when are you not pick, like what are you what are you picking over this? Um, right, uh, Alex Straza, yeah, Sarah, okay. um, yeah. But like those are like premium. Those are like super premium legendaries. That yeah, you like go. Oh my god! Right. I mean, like, I would say those are five pluses. But I, yeah, I I'm not like over the moon about this. I I will pick it against some bad choices. I just. Yeah, but it's still uh, a board clear. Yeah. It's a board clear that you take board clears over things anyway. All right, all right. Right? And then this is this is also a 6-3 that gets left behind. Sure. Like, that's pretty darn good. Okay. We'll like, even it. if it dies right away, it's still a 6-3 that they have to deal with after you just wiped out their board. Yeah. Or wiped out most of their board. Sounds good. You got me. All right, so <laughs> Bog Spine Knuckles is a 5-mana 4-2 epic weapon. After your hero attacks, transform your minions into random ones that cost one more. I don't know about this one. Like, I know everyone's kind of jumping up and down about this. And yeah, there's going to be some trolling clips. Oh, of course there will. Um, <laughs> but, like, you have to stick a... Bo- if you're not... If you don't already have a board when you play this, then you're effectively taking a turn off. Right? Because you never, almost never, want to attack with this without getting some value out of it. And it's going to dictate the order in which you can attack with things because you're going to want to make sure to keep things alive to be able to um in, in order to be able to evolve them so you're going to end up making some awkward trades with your face that you wouldn't be making otherwise mm-hmm. like i i feel like this is a, a powerful effect but i feel like this is maybe not as bonkers as people seem to think it was when it was revealed if that makes sense yeah i there's like upside and downside i i'm glad that the evolve mechanic is going to a more mid-game card like this as opposed to the card evolve which could just fit in anywhere uh this for zero or mutate (laughs) yep this this requires some investment and it's a lot but getting two swings off of it um both for you to be able to deal some damage and obviously the effect is really why you're playing this um i i think it's fine and i think that evolve token decks are going to have to slow down a little bit but i think that's good for the game overall uh, that there's just not insane randomness happening. So I think it's fine. I, I It's not going to bring a token Evolve Shaman to the front of the meta, but it's it's going to be a good asset, and I, it just needs like one or two other cards that do similar effects that are a little cheaper, maybe like three mana or four mana. And actually, we, yeah. are, we are seeing one a little bit later that I think I'm higher on. So I think it's like a strong three. Um, yeah, I think so. You said it's fine twice, so uh, I'm then, you uh, then that's <laughs> and in arena, I think it's probably a three also, because um, like yeah, it might, yeah, it's good as a weapon, it, and if you have anything on board, re-rolling is fine. One up. It might even be a little bit higher just because of how good weapons are in arena, because they give you an yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
So I, I might pop it up to a four. Okay, we'll do just that. Be, just because like weapons are weapons are good are better than average in arena just because of the initiative that it gives you. Yeah, that sounds good. Shattered Rumbler is a five mana four six elemental battle cry. If you cast a spell last turn, deal two damage to all minions. So elementals are changing a little bit. Now it's not if you played an elemental last turn, it's if you cast a spell last turn. So there will be some interesting uh, reordering of our brains if you've gone in on elementals for Shaman for a while. Uh, this is okay. Like uh, this this can deal that damage. Um, or it, it, It's like a board clear that can keep cycling on itself potentially as long as it's not killed. You can... Uh, or, oh no, it can't. Never mind. It's not. No, it's if a battle you cast cry. A and and they've also they've also clarified it that it doesn't damage itself. Right. The so they're probably going to change. And despite what the video demonstrated. Yes. Yes. Those were all mistakes. So you think about this actually reading effectively. If you cast a spell last turn, deal two damage to all other minions. And they said they're probably going to change that text. So anyway, it's okay. I I don't think you're. I don't think you're playing this card actually. That's what I'm. This, that's where I'm getting. This is a <laughs> this is a class that has Hagatha's scheme. Yeah, it has lightning storm. Yeah, it has earthquake. Like you don't need to work this hard to do two damage to the no. board. This isn't good. Like no, the more I, I think I about think it, so unless you unless you have other elemental synergy. Yeah, like like cla- like like traditional style elemental synergy. I don't see why you're putting this in. Like you, you might in some specific situations, and you probably take it off of something that discovers an elemental. Though I don't know what's doing that right now because I think Earthen might um, also rotated. But I think I mean I think this is a one. When are you playing probable, this card? It's when are you playing it? I don't know. It's a one. It's I can't a one that. because of that. Like if we okay. can't think of some weird. You know, yeah. even in an elemental shaman, I don't think this is the effect that you want. So, if it didn't have, if you cast a spell last turn, I think I might bump it up to a three. But like, yeah, you're going yeah. to end up in situations where you're top decking and you didn't play a spell last turn. You're sitting looking at this in your hand, yeah, and it's not going to do anything. And and you you just have like better ways to do small damage to the board than this. Okay, like you have sandstorm elemental. Y- you know, I I have like like this is sandstorm elemental with a quest shaman trigger. That's what this is. Yes. But that that overloads you for one instead of making you pay five mana and then and hopefully have having played a spell last turn. The the counterpoint, I guess, is Breath of the Infinite, because when Priest is trying to delay the game, that can really buy you some time in a good way. But that costs three. That it does Not cost five. Yeah, but you can still play it in the mid game. There are plenty of games I played Breath of the Infinite on five because I just need something. Yeah, I, you can also play it when you've top decked it. There's probably some amount of weird relevancy there, but we're really stretching to get there. In arena, it's yeah. a five mana four six, and if it deals damage, that's fine. So it's a, it's a three there. Yeah. It's probably all three, definitions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll take it sometimes. Yeah. Um, Torrent is a five mana spell. Deal eight damage to a min- to a minion. Cost three less if you cast a spell last turn. Um, so once upon a time, we had a card called Crushing Hand, which was two mana overload three that deal that dealt eight damage to a minion mm-hmm. and it saw very little play of all if any and i expect this will probably be the same thing because this is even less predictable yeah like again you need to plan out your turns and and that just doesn't you're not able to do that as much as you would like to think that you are even though spells are you have more spells than you would elementals typically in a deck that would be playing this but unless you have some sort of way of generating a bunch of spells like if you're playing like a lot of like cobalt spellkins 
and like stuff that's just generating cheap spells to make sure that you have triggers and then even then you're going to top deck this not knowing that it was the next card up right so like there you again you have better you this is a class that runs hex <laughs> right yeah like you don't you don't need to work that hard to be able to remove a minion and shaman no i i was thinking of flame lance too like i yeah I, I'm not about this card. I think you're going to be okay when you get it off of, like, Discover Effects or Random Effects or something. It'll be okay. Yeah, but, it's fine. But that's about it. I don't think it's going to find its way in any deck. I, so that's yeah. that's probably a two in my in my book. Yeah. I mean, my, my general feeling for a two is I would take this if foes offered it from a Discover, but yeah. I wouldn't put yeah. it in my deck. Yeah. In Arena, yeah. it's probably, like, a three. Like, removal is good. Yeah, it's good, removal. But Even if you're paying five in Arena, yeah. you're probably fine with that when you're in the top decking phase. Fla- okay. Flame Lance was decent, and Crushing Hand yeah. was the same. So, yeah. All right, next is Bogstrock Clacker, which is also very fun to say. You can try it now if you want. Don't trust oh, me. I am, I, I, so, I'm going to be casting very soon <laughs> oh, again, boy. and I am not looking forward to <laughs> these cards. The Crab People have arisen. Three mana, three, three, battle cry, transform adjacent minions into random ones. It costs one more. I think this is a very cool card. I'm I'm very encouraged by how they were able to stick with Evolve, but put them in some clever ways that I think this card has some good potential. Like I think about Fungal Mancer that just buffed your minions. Obviously that was better, but this costs a little bit less. Um, you can put tokens on the board pretty easily with Shaman. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I like this card a lot. I don't think it's overpowered. I think it's decent. And I think that, uh, I think Evolve Token Shaman will be interesting with this and not overpowered like it's been in the past. <laughs> or Quest Shaman. I mean, like, every yeah. time that you've gotten Witchy Lackey and Quest Shaman, oh, right? Gosh, yeah. And, and like, this is two of those. Mm-hmm. So yep. for three mana, which is fine, right? Like, you have enough, like, crappy min- crappy underpowered minions in Quest Shaman that you would take this. You'd, you'd run that, and then you'd, you'd upgrade those, and that's fine, right? So, I mean, it's probably, like... I don't think it's broken, but I think it's probably good enough to see play. Like, we've already thought of two different decks this could fit in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it stays there, but I definitely think it'll be tried, and it'll probably be okay. So that's probably a four. Four is I, perfect, I could see this yeah. Quest Shaman pretty easily. Yeah. Like, I don't, know about, I don't know about Token Shaman necessarily, just because, like, if the tokens stick, you probably already won. But, like, in, in a Quest Shaman, for sure, when you can double this up and, and get a double evolve on it sure and you have a lot of those like under under cost under statted over costed minions because they have battle cries attached to them like i could see that 100%. yeah yeah i think that's right and in arena it's right at the same i think like it's, yeah it's good sat line and it can buff your guys essentially i mean arena is all about value trading and this will let you basically upgrade trade off a minion and then upgrade it yeah so it's good i think four there as well yeah um vivid spores is a four mana spell rare that says give your mat give your minions death rattle resummon this minion. Um, so we had a card called Spirit Echo that would do that, but return the return the minions to your hand. Um, and this is different in that it doesn't let you get the extra battle cries, but it will get you let you get extra death rattles, and it will return the minions to the board immediately. Um, I don't. I guess the question is, when are you going to want to do this versus Soul of the Murloc? Because Soul of the Murloc is still going to be in standard. And they're both basically doing the same thing, which is setting up a Bloodlust. Right? But this costs four and that costs two. But this re- returns full-size minions and that returns one one minion. I think that this... So, I think you want to play this in a deck similar to Spirit Echo, though, where you're playing big minions. You think about Earth Elemental. 
Like, I, right. this doesn't justify playing Earth Elemental on your deck. But it, no, 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 but no. If, Don't do that. But if you can get minions <laughs> like that, where Taunt does something immediately, and your opponent has to deal with a lot, this has some potential upside. Uh, I, I don't think the deck exists yet that can really take advantage of it. But there's potential, for sure, and it's a powerful effect in itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like... You know, it might be a year from now when Soul of the Murloc rotates that we'll see this. I, I don't know if it's going to be C-Play immediately, but it it's it's an effect that Shaman wants. I just don't know if it wants it right now compared to Soul of the Murloc or if it wants it a year from now when Soul of the Murloc isn't an option. Yeah. But either yeah. way, it's a, it's a card that we'll see play at some point. It's probably a three. But I think it's a three. Yeah. yeah. In Arena, it's a two because it's, it's very board dependent. It's very draft dependent. There, right. There's actually very few times I think you're really going to choose this. Um, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to set up a board that's going to take advantage of this in, in, in Arena. Yeah. Next is Marsh Spawn. Three mana, three, four elemental. Battle cry, if you cast a spell last turn, discover a spell. Uh, this is good. I'm way more excited about this uh, for Elemental Shaman. Like, the if you cast a spell last turn just feels weird to me. Like, I would rather jam-pack my Elemental Shaman deck with elementals and let them chain off of each other. Um you said that uh, what's the two mana spell plus two plus two that's uh, that's rotating out? Um, oh, Earthen Might. Earthen Might that is rotating out of standard. I believe so. Um, I'll double check what. Like if what that if that's still around, I could see playing a Surging Tempest on one, playing that on two, playing this on three, and things starting to really snowball in your favor. This doesn't win you the game necessarily, but it can start to chain. Um, but other than that, it's fine. Discovering a spell is good. And the stats are fine. I've said it's fine 15 times. Yeah, you said fine. And, uh, fine <laughs> it's fine enough that it's a three. Yeah, okay. And, and Earthen Might was the Witchwood, by the way. So It was. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm less high um, on it then. Yeah, I mean, I would want to put this into a Quest Shaman, but you're not going to have enough spells in a Quest Shaman to make this work. Right. Um, And I don't know. Like, I feel like this is a card that's going to drop out because it's going to be an okay three drop in a deck that wants it until you need something else to to fill that slot so yeah it's fine it's a three and in arena it's probably a three also like if you happen to get the 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 text to go off it's probably not that difficult but it's not going to be simple yeah the, um, the text going off would be math, it's a three yeah it's a three math three four it would be it's really fine. good if the text went off it's just going to be hard to get to that stuff right spot mm-hmm. um so serpent shrine portal well, we're doing throwbacks to Karazhan. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so Serpent Shrine Fortal is a three-mana common spell. Deal three damage. Summon a random three-cost minion. Overload one. Uh, this damage can go face. Yep. Which is relevant. Um, if you draw that off of Lady Vars, this is free. Oh, wow. Um, which is relevant for a Maligo Shaman. And it deals four damage. Oh, crap. If you draw this... If you only have the spells that you want to draw to throw at your opponent's face with Maligos. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, for, so, Lava Burst. Lava Burst. That could be a lot portal. of damage. Yeah, that's for that sure. That could be a hell of a lot of yeah, damage, I mean, actually. If you weren't playing in the Karazhan Medic, Firelands Portal was insane. And that was this yeah. at seven mana, deal five damage, or deal five damage instead. So the overload, like obviously, I'd rather not have that, but everything else is like really good on this, and it's it's yeah. good enough to see plenty of play. Let alone in this uh, Mali Shaman list that we're thinking about at this yeah at this point. I, I mean, it's it's like summon a random three cost minion which has battle cry deal. Three oh damage my gosh! And, and you know what's still uh, standard legal is Geppetto Joy Buzz. 
Oh yeah, it super is. You play that and get Vosh Prime and Maligos off of it for one. Oh my gosh, that's insane. I think. Okay, <laughs> okay. Hang on, I have to. Hang on one second. I need to add that to my theory. Please do. Here. I I will play that deck as well. <laughs> um, I like I. Gosh, I want to go five on this. I mean, it's like. I think it. I, I mean, I don't think you start with it, but I think it's going to be very hard to say no to it. Um, the overload is a little bit of a concern, but like, but there are also decks that can good, take advantage. It's of a very good utility card. Yeah. I feel like it should be a five, even though I feel like it should be a four. <laughs> One of those statements is false. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go four just to be safe on this. Yeah. But I, I think this is a very strong card. In Arena, it's the same. Like, Actually, I think I've picked this almost. I think it's a five in Arena. It's, yeah, you pick a, this every time in Arena, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you do. I mean, it's it's a targeted removal and it's a minion. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I was giving that a three in the spreadsheet, because I must have been, like, overwhelmed. There, like, this is a five. There's a lot of cards at once, so. Uh, yeah. And last but not least in Shaman, we've got Totemic Reflection. Three-mana spell, give a minion plus two, plus two. If it's a totem, summon a copy of it. We need some more relevant totems for this to make sense, but assuming that we had one or two, this is good. I, I mean, we even have Evil Totem. That's probably the most relevant one. And this curves into that and makes it actually be able to trade on the board, so... Actually, that alone has me feeling good about this. I don't think that's going to be a deck just because of this, but um, no. But we need to see some more totem cards, and they've got a whole year to show us those. So I think I think this is probably a four. Yeah, I mean, you would play Earth and Might on a totem sometimes just to have something to attack with, like an even shaman, or in, this is obviously not going an even shaman in wild because it's odd, right? But like an even shaman or in like a token shaman or whatever. Like sometimes you would just do that, right? Because it's a it's a target, it's a legal legal target you could put it on. Yeah, this costs one more, but I could see like you have a to- you have a totem, you didn't get to do anything else, you have nothing else to do. Okay, well I'll get two two force. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, like that's okay. And even like on turn five, you can just get two two force, and and you could also use that to buff up another minion if you need to. Like if you need to put it on an Alakir. Like that's fine yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's it's fine. It's a three, I think. Um, and in arena, it probably also is a three. But you all you should always have a target for it at least. I'm marking it a four for standard, just because I think there's potential. Like, and there's a lot of room for them to come out with some better totems that make that an actual deck. Um, I, th- I think right now it's probably like a two or three because there's not really a great place for it. But um, yeah. Okay, so I hate to say that we need to roll, but we've got an hour left and two classes and a lot of commons, so... Okay, well, the commons will go quick, yeah. but yeah, we, let's, let's, let's pick up the pace a little bit. Okay, so Warlock, we've got Con- Conrathod Ebonlock. I'm gonna... Oh, God, these names. Yeah, I know, right? Two mana, three, <laughs> two. Uh, this is the prime card. Your demons cost one mana less, and Death Rattle summon Conrathod Prime into your deck, which is an eight mana, seven, six demon. Battlecry summon three friendly demons that died this game. This is another one of those prime cards where I'm like, okay, both ends look fine, and that back end sure has some game-winning potential to it because Blood Reaver Gul'dan was all your minions or all your demons that had died. That was insane, and you really played it for your hero power. But if you build your deck in the right way, I think that this can really be scary potentially. And I don't know. I'm I'm thinking similarly with this one to the totem card we just talked about. It's not necessarily that there's a deck right out the gates that's going to be insanely broken, but we've got a whole year of demons to explore. And I think that I think that especially by the end of the year, this could be something that's really getting really getting too powerful at some point. Yeah, I mean, even right now, like I'm just thinking about this as we're talking, like. The Abyssal Enforcer in like 
you know, an old, like a pre Mountain Giant going away hand locked deck. Mm -hmm. Like in a deck with Veldris Felgorge can sometimes make like 10, 10, 11, 11. Gosh, with yep. Taunt. Mm -hmm. And and if those are the only demons that you're playing, right? That's like fine. even if you only yeah. get two, yeah. that's fine, right? Like that's a that's a big a big swing if you can get that to go. Or that's maybe true. you play like one other demon. Um, you know, and you can probably find like something else to to slot into that third slot. So I think that there's a way to build this. I just I don't know what it is. Right? Because like handlock's not there without Mountain Giant. I don't know, you know, how we're gonna make hand you know, handlock work, yeah. but I, I think there's definitely something there. It's probably a four. Just yeah, because, I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, it might be a build-around, but I'm just not seeing it right now. But it could definitely be a big swing turn. And, yeah, and I I think this just gets better. So it could potentially go into a five, but it's just dependent yeah. on those other cards. In Arena, yeah. it's a lot of stats. I it's pro But it's not... It's so dependent on what you've built your deck around. It's probably the most dependent out of everything we've seen. We've seen a lot of primes that are just good on, on their own. And this one, yeah. it's fine on its own. It's probably a three. Is where you kind of yeah have you'll you'll be offered demons but you know and you may not even draw the back half yeah. right but yeah or you may not draw the demons like whatever but yeah it's a three it's fine like it's a two mana three two that happens to have some upside yeah which is fine yeah so Kelly Kelly Dan the Breaker is a six mana three three legendary minion battle cry destroy a minion if drawn this turn instead destroy all minions except this one so if you top deck it you get to wipe the board. Um, so you're going to have, uh, what the odds are probably something like a 30 to 35% chance to get this in your mulligan in your, in your, in your hand before turn six. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know that I didn't do the math on it, but just knowing how we've done those kinds of calculations for other cards in the past, um, it, you have a, a not insignificant chance to draw this to the point where it's not going to it you're you're just going to be locked out of that second condition right but even destroying one minion like you play flick right oh yeah yeah and flick is a six mana four four and you play flick and you don't even care about destroying the other copies a lot of the time you just want to be able to destroy a minion and develop mm -hmm. so this is fine every so often it'll be a board clear and that'll be fine too it's going to be awkward because you're not going to be able to control when that goes off, but I think that's fine. Yeah. Like, even just getting a targeted removal with this is okay, and sometimes it's going to be a full clear. I, I have to say, and I don't say this often, but I really dislike this design because it's <laughs> it's rewarding top decking. Like, I don't I don't get how, like... It's very draw RNG specific, I, yes. I don't get how this feels like a good card, you know, necessarily. Like, except for the crazy games where you draw it exactly when you need it. But but it's it's a good card period so regardless of that point um it's probably i don't know i mean i just slam this in every control warlock deck right yeah but it's all it's well yeah it's gonna be a four i think it's not, yeah, you're not starting yeah. here there, right like it's a yeah, support card yeah uh and in yeah. arena it's probably the same like yeah destroying a minion's good you're probably not going to get the other side of it most of the time, or want the other side and of it. Like if you're, it, a, might, it might be. A, I mean, you're, you're more likely to be top decking, right? Yeah. You actually might be more likely to get the the second part out of it. Maybe I, if you haven't drawn it yet. But it, but you're you know, or and if you don't have a board that you care about, yeah. right? Like that's, that's the, thing. the other you thing. You can't play it if you have a board that you care about that turn. Yeah, next turn. You but should be that's still to. fine. Yeah. It's even if you wait the one turn and then and then you know kill a minion. Yeah. That's fine. Too. I think fours like, are fine. whatever. Yeah. Shadow Council is a one-mana epic spell. Replace your hand with random demons. Give them plus two, plus two. If you want a meme, then go right ahead. But I don't know that this is ever going to be a valid strategy. So, 
I've thought about this. I'm I concerned already. Is, I don't know <laughs> if this is legitimate or not. But like you have you have Valdris Felgorge as a card. Right. 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 You have a lot of cards in that deck that start to lose value as you get further into the game. Maybe that's like your win condition at that point is you're going to draw a whole bunch of cards and you're going to end up with 11 demons that are all just overstatted and just flood the board that way. Maybe you run one of them in the deck just to be able to do that. That feels like a stretch even as I'm saying it, but it could be something that happens. And the hardest part about it is the payoff on Galakron for Warlock, summoning four random demons. It's very rare that I feel great about what I got. Like, it's We're, it's usually yeah. underwhelming. And granted, these are plus two, plus two, but they also require that you develop them. There are better demons in this set, but I don't think it's going to swing things all the way that direction. There are, so you, like, get, you get demon hunter demons out of this. Oh, stuff. that's true. Okay. And those actually look pretty crazy for the most those part. Those are so. actually legitimate. Yeah. Those are those are less, less you know, have less downside normally than the warlock ones do. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of talking myself into that that might be a thing. I, I, I don't know if it is, but... I, I could see it happening. I could like let me put it this let me put it to you this way. Uh-huh. This is a card that I am scared about. If I go too long, I'm gonna be talking about it in three months. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go three on it. But yeah, definitely not so higher too. than that. Uh, yeah, no, I think and I think at most you run one of those in that deck, and I think that that's really a stretch, but yeah. I think it could happen. Arena could be a little bit better, honestly, um, because sometimes you just have a bad hand and you just need to reroll. Yeah. And this is going to give you good tempo cards. So I'd I'd probably put a three there also. Yeah, um, I can see it. Okay. Um, so Dark Lair is a 3-mana three 3-4 three, demon. Um, after your hero takes damage, refresh 2-mana crystals. So this basically reads your hero power cost 0. Or if you're playing um, a self-inflicting deck. I mean, because you play Flame Imp, and you gained a yeah. mana by playing that. So You did, yeah. So there, there are scenarios where this will work. I, I feel like we've been trying to um make self-flagellation zoo a thing for a while (laughs) it's just my word of the day i'm sorry that's okay playhouse um like i feel like we're trying to make that thing for a while and it's never really happened like even when we had like um like the the vulture and the the three drop that you know like that zoo was okay yeah yeah um i mean you could do some stuff there with with that but i even then that deck wasn't great and there's only so many times you can hit yourself in the face before you fall over Right, so like, I I can see it just because this is a a reasonably statted minion that if you're going to be using your hero power, you may as well. Like for that reason, I could see it. I just don't know if we're building a deck around it. Yeah, I this is pretty powerful though, and I think that you could have a self inflicting zoo that these stats are fine. You combo it once or twice, and you got you got some tempo off of it. I mean, zoo doesn't need a lot to get ahead because they've already got a lot of strong cards. So I think. I think I think it's a solid card. I mean, in my mind, it's a four. It's definitely not higher, but I think I think there's potential for that kind of deck to really be crazy and this to be a critical part of that deck. Yeah, I mean, your hero power cost zero is is a a fairly powerful effect. Sure. So I could see going up to a four on it, and probably an arena too, because again, it's a it's a three mana three four with a generically useful ability. Yeah. So you probably would take that a lot. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's a five. I don't think it's in a must take, but I think it's very good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, four, or the Dark Portal. Jeez. Name first. The Dark Portal is four mana. Uh, Hadija does not come out of the Dark Portal when you summon it, but it would be funny if she did. Um, draw a minion. If you have at least eight cards in hand, it costs five mana less. This is a weird card. And I'm really like... 
the the hardest thing for me is the condition is that you have eight cards in your hand. Valdris Felgord, you mentioned, you probably do. How many how many games do you play with that card that you get to play it and then you play this later? I I don't know. It's it's a cool effect. I hate that something so iconic from this expansion though feels pretty underwhelming to me. So again, I'm going to I'm going to go back to if it's some if it's something that says draw a something and it discounts it, I'm, my mind is immediately going to go to Maligos. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Which is a thing Maligos for Warlock. Already, that's already a thing in mm-hmm. that deck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that deck already is running Maligos. It's already running Frizz to try to discount it. Now, if you can make Maligos cost four mana, like, now we, ha- now we have a game plan. Right? So if you're building a deck like that that is light on minions and heavy on spells, and I don't know if you can get away with that, but if you can... And you can just accumulate spells and then draw out Maligos and throw them all at face. That might be a game plan. I, that that sounds ambitious. It does. But I could see it potentially happening. Or even just like you're running few enough minions that it's a, like a 25 or a 30% chance and maybe then you get it, right? Like I, I could see that happening. I, I'm not... I don't think it's better than a two. This sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but it's an idea. I was trying to right? talk myself. Like part up of this is just figuring honestly. out like how like <laughs> why whenever you see a weird card like this, right? Like this is one of our, our general refrains, right? Whenever you see a weird card like this, it's 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 useful to say, why would I ever want to do that? And and, and try to answer that. Yes, so that's what I'm trying yes. to do. I don't know that you ever really are going to try to do that. That feels like a, a rank five zero stars deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like it's something that maybe you could try to do. Yeah. But I think it's probably still a two. Yeah, I think two's the most fair we could yeah. be. In Arena, don't do this. So don't do that. It's a one. No, don't do that in Arena. Friends don't let friends draft the Dark no. Portal. Yeah. Um, is this me? Um, yes. Yes. So Imprisoned Scrap Imp is a very... It's a mouthful, yes. first of all. <laughs> um, it is a two-mana three-three dormant for two turns. When this awakens, give all minions in your hand plus two plus two. Like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because, like, whenever I see give all minions in your hand plus two plus two, I think Zoo. But Zoo really does not want to be taking turn two off. No. Like, ever. So, and, and like, anything, any other kind of deck doesn't really want this effect because they're just not going to have enough minions in their hand. So, or, or the plus two plus two probably doesn't matter. So, I really don't know what to do with this. Because it feels really weird, and I don't know why you would want it. What what deck this fits in? So I I think on one hand it's okay to invest it. It's just not like you said. It's not what you want to do. I, so I don't think it's going to work. I it's probably like a two, honestly. Yeah, I, it probably is as well. I, that's probably the fastest way to say it. Honestly, <laughs> I don't need to explain all that more. In arena, it's yeah. kind of the same. Like it's fine but it's still it's still a it's still a three three it's still gonna bump up your hand eventually it's probably a little bit better. yeah i I guess a three is fine like if you're just looking at those stats so yeah that that seems good um that was a demon too right so if you get this off of those random demon effects that's probably not great it's coming back dormant yes uh enhanced dreadlord is an eight mana five seven demon on the other hand uh with taunt and death rattle summon a five five dreadlord with lifesteal this feels great if you can cheat it out Bring it back. Um, I assume the Dreadlord with Lifesteal is also a demon, so you're kind of diluting your pool. So. 
Um, and you really want this to come back, if anything. So it's fine, but there's not really a, well, I guess if you got this off the dark portal, that'd be fine. Your chances of doing that are just low too. So I, it, it feels like it's I mean, asking too much, even though it's a good card overall. I mean, I can tell you as someone who's put a lot of games into Resurrect Priest, there are ways to craft your res pool such that you can play the card that's going to resurrect the front half before the back half has died. Yeah. Like there are, there are times you can do that. It's, it's difficult, but you can do it. Um, I, I don't, this feels like a card you would get off of random demon of demon effects. This feels way too expensive to put into a deck. Yeah. Um, cause I just don't know what it's doing for you. Like an eight mana five, seven, like, yeah, it's two bodies, but like, who cares? And you, you, I don't think you're really super excited about, res, about resurrecting this with the prime and that, that even seems ambitious. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably a two, but I mean, you probably take it off of random effects, but I don't think you're going to put this into a deck. I, I want to give it a three because it could work with the right support. Like, it's strong. Yeah. It's strong on its own. I don't think you're playing it right now, but I think that with, you know, obviously, if, if, if like, this were strength in numbers, you know, and you could just get this out of your deck, then absolutely throw this in that deck, you know? I, I don't think... Yeah, yes, if, the, if this had the broke... If this could work with the broken <laughs> Druid card, yes, this would be a good card. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's unreasonable that we could see something that makes this better, though. I, or, or something like, a, not Bandersmosh, what's its cousin? Muckmorpher. You know, if you could get yeah. this off Muckmorpher, that'd be great, too. So, Or, or the Dark Portal. You could draw this with yeah. the Dark Portal. I, 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 and now you have two bad cards. I think it's still a three, um, but not higher, for sure. I mean, and, if we're never putting in a, de- in, in a deck, isn't that a two? That, no, that's what I'm saying, though, is that it would take, like, potentially one card to get this in there. It's It's got to be... It's, it's got to be crazy. It's gonna be ri- but if you don't have that one card, this is still going to be bad, right? Like, this is going to be really expensive and hard to play. I would say it's a two it's if gonna, there's no like other support whole, like It's going to need a whole archetype, um, which we don't have right now. Well, I think that the primes are potential. If, if you're fighting me that much, I'll, I'll, I'll go you're, to you're, two. You're, you're, I'm not fighting you. Want, you're, going, you're, you're going into magical Christmas <laughs> land on me here. And, and that honestly is my Achilles heel most of the time. So I'll, I'll yes. default to you on that. In Arena, it's strong. Uh, and it has a lot more potential there because, yeah. I mean, top decking this is great. And your opponent's probably not going to yeah. have the removal deal with it either. So it's probably a four there, I would say. And it's two big minions in one. Yeah, it's a four. Exactly. It's a, I think it's an easy four in Arena. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Unstable Fellbolt is a one mana spell, common spell, deal three damage to an enemy minion and, th- and to a random friendly one. So this seems pretty good because it's like, basically we use Soul Fire for this a lot of the time now for removal as opposed to going face now this doesn't go face but it also is not hurt not discarding a card that you may need later um for for decks that need early removal and um if you don't have any minions on board you can't you can't damage a friendly one um you know thinking meme <laughs> so you know the meme with the guy tapping his forehead on the, oh yeah yeah, yeah. i got you <laughs> yeah so, yeah. I mean, I think this is good. I think that this is, uh, you know, a good cheap removal. And, I mean, sometimes damaging your minions isn't the worst thing in the world. Or you're, have, or you're like, Galakron Warlock, and you've got a bunch of 1-1s one on board anyway, so who cares? Yeah, right? you, do, you really don't. So, I think uh, I think it's a 4. Yeah, I think so, too. And in Arena, probably also. Yeah. Um, you, you need to be a little bit more careful, because your minions are a little bit more valuable. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, Hand of Gul'dan is a six-mana spell. When you play or discard this, draw three cards. Uh, your comment on the spreadsheet was exactly right, Steve, so I'm going to let you recite that for us. I, I guess we're making fetch happen again. Narrator, fetch still didn't happen. 
So the the only other side to that is that nourish costs six mana now. So that's a thing, but nourish costs four mana when you're playing it. Let's be honest. Yes, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I I don't. Warlock does not struggle to get cards in hand because they have a hero power that does that constantly for them. So sure, if you if you do discard this and get three cards for free, that's great. This shows me that there's probably intention to uh, to unroll that mechanic a little bit more throughout this year. But I just don't see this as like something that we need in Warlock. So it's pretty low in my. It's probably a two at the highest. I, and th- and that's with yeah. me dreaming about the potential of something. Yeah, I mean. I will say that three is more than one in terms of cards drawn. Yes. That, that's, that's you know, I, I've checked the numbers on that. That is correct. <laughs> and and I I feel that, and I say that only because I've been playing a, bu- a bunch more Galakron Warlock. I mean, also when it came out, but also recently. Mm-hmm. And Veiled Worshipper, which I immediately, I originally dismissed because I'm like, why do you need to draw in Warlock? Actually is pretty good in that deck because drawing without hitting yourself in the face yeah, is, not, yeah. is not a bad thing. Right. And and drawing three cards at once is also reasonable, though. This is going to leave if, if you're not actually discarding it, you're going to have not enough mana to be able to do anything with them, which is my main problem with it. And you're you're just not going to be able to hit this as much as you would like to. Like Soulfire is going to miss this enough that it's going to be annoying. The card that is supposed to go along with it, which we'll talk. I mean, we may as well talk about them together. right? Okay, we may sure. as well talk about Nightshade Matron because it kind of goes along with it. Which is a four mana five five common demon with rush battle cry discard your your highest cost card, um, so that's pretty good if you can hit the hand of Gul'dan and you have hand sa- hand space for it, which you may not because you're a warlock. Um, then in that in that you know primary scenario where everything goes right, this is great. Yeah, um, you're going to have more expensive cards. You're not going to want to discard off of night that that nightshade matron is going to toss. And we don't have, like, Soul Warden anymore because that was a Rascon's Rumble, I believe, to get them back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so once they're right. discarded, they're gone. Unless, so, unless you're playing Expired Merchant. That's the other discard mechanic that it's like, okay, well, maybe there's something here, but I don't want two more copies of this and draw right. through my whole deck, essentially. So Right. That's Then then you're then you're fatiguing yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I... Um, yeah. These kind of work in that ideal scenario, like you said. And who knows? Maybe there's a top-end six-mana deck that really is fine, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. So I, I think both of these are probably two. Like, there's potential yeah, with them, so. but um, but right now it's just not going to happen. In a, yeah. in a, like, like I wouldn't I, I will say I wouldn't hate resurrecting the nightshade matron off the prime oh yeah like, yeah because be okay. it's a demon yep mm-hmm. right but yeah that that's like that you're you're again you're asking for a lot of things to go right yeah I think in arena hand of Gul'dan's a one because yeah. no nightshade matron's <laughs> probably still a two maybe even a three I mean like the stats are great and you may just say okay whatever I discard a card from my hand and I'll just draw another one. I, I think it's probably a three in arena because a four yeah, mana five five okay. with rush is pretty crazy there. And and you may you may, you know with this you may not need to get to that yeah that big card that, may, that card may be stuck in your hand all game anyway yeah right okay so it's probably okay yep roll on to warrior uh, we got all bulwark right. of Azanoth. three mana one attack four durability weapon whenever your hero would take damage this loses one durability instead. Uh, what was the name of it? Armored Mirror thing from... Oh, uh, animated, animated, armor. animated Armor. Yeah, so... Yeah, that was in the Tavern Brawl this week. Yeah, yeah. So if you remember that, then it, it brings that back. This is a weird one to evaluate, though, honestly, for me. Like, I, I felt very conflicted. Like, this is potentially powerful. It shuts down combo and makes them have to deal with your weapon. 
instead. Um, but like basically it's it's what it asks of your opponent is that they attack your face four different times, maybe five different times if you're able to to buff this up, which isn't unreasonable with some of the support it got as well. Um, and that feels pretty good for Control Warrior, but like I don't feel like Control Warrior needed that. I if I'm building a control warrior deck, I feel like I'd rather go all in with more armor cards. Um, I don't know. What armor cards are you running now? Like weapons project is going, Doctor Boom's going. Like you have like the 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 card if you're holding a dragon game five armor. Yeah, you, and you have like the shield the armor, block. The you have shield block and you have like the the lackey dude. But that's isn't that pretty much it? Um. Like you're not going to be able to to get like huge chunks of armor like yeah, you have been fair. able to in the past. That's fair, and and that's probably a good thing also because oh yeah, in the past it's been devastating when Control Warrior has access to this. So maybe this is just a more fair thing, and then just putting one of these in a Control Warrior is a good defensive tool that is reasonable for your opponent to block or to get through, yeah. but it's going to take some time and energy on their part to get there. Yeah. And I mean, think about any deck that runs Alex Straza or Malagos as a win condition, mm-hmm. right? Like, those decks are not shipping away at you. Those decks are hitting you with 10, 15 right. damage in bursts, well, that's right? A good, that's a good and point, what, yeah. and, and a lot of times, that's what they're building up to. And this basically says, okay, you can do that after you hit me in the face four times, which they may not be able to because you're removing a lot of their, a lot of their dinky minions because you're a control warrior. Yeah. So I think that, again, it's going to be very meta-specific, but I think in those metas, like, if Holy Wrath Paladin was still going to be a deck, right? Like, this just, like, says, no, you never win the game. Yeah. Probably a, right? probably a like strong four, I would say. Yeah, I think it's a strong four. In in an arena, it's probably a lot less, because you are getting hit, like, a lot of, with a lot of little, you yeah. know, little chunks. It's worth... And, and also, it's also worth mentioning that, like... You can attack with this. It's got right. one attack. Exactly. Right? What I was so say. if you can if you can get something down to one attack, even if it's got high high attack, it doesn't matter. It's just gonna it's just gonna cost you two durability. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's probably a two there though. I w- I would choose yeah, other I think legendaries over that. Like weapons are good, but like a one attack weapon is not necessarily. I mean, you still take lights justice so every so often. Yeah. But, yeah. Like you know, you there there are better choices a lot of times for sure. Uh, Cargath Blafeless. How did I end up with all five of the primes, by the way? How did this <laughs> That's happen? That's not accurate. I gotta talk to the person. No, 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 who no, no. I did the Warlock one. Oh, okay, fair enough. I definitely did the Warlock one. <laughs> okay. So so Car Cargath Blade Blade Fist is a four mana four four rush minion with Death Rattle Shuffle Cargath Prime into your deck. Cargath Prime is an eight mana ten ten rush. Whenever this attacks and kills a minion, gain ten armor. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> We do have this to get you armor, and this is pretty yeah, great. Yeah, that'll, that'll get you a lot. I mean, so this is basically, I mean, you know, gain 10, deal deal 10 to a, to a minion, and then have a minion left over. Like, this feels like, um, oh gosh, why can I not think of names now? Um, animated, anim, what not, no, uh, waking, Walking Fountain. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, and this is way more insane, in my opinion, than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this is going to live a lot of the time, and it's going to do all that damage in one burst. Yeah, and and if it lives and it gets to attack again, then you get to get even more armor. So, like in in a slow control warrior again, like like the reliquary, where you are expecting to draw through most of your deck, it, in a in a game that you're winning, 
I think this is great. Mm-hmm. This is an easy five in that control warrior. Like this yeah. will probably be the thing that replaces Dr. Boom in that list is a reason you would want to play control. Warrior. Yeah. Easy fives in my opinion in uh, both standard and arena. I mean, like if you, yeah. if you get that back end, that's going to be insane in a game winning condition for you. Just the fact that you can yeah. like trade with something is kind of bananas. And, and the bar's already low for legendaries. Yes. Right. Yes. So yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, next we've got War Mall Challenger, 3-mana 110 epic. Those are insane stats. 10 health on a 3-mana minion? Good lord. Uh, and it reads, Battle Cry, choose an enemy minion, battle it to death! I love these kinds of uh, flavor texts that explain it very well and are fun. <laughs> so my interpretation of that is you're going to choose an enemy minion, and then these two, this and that are going to fight continuously until one of them dies. And with 10 health, there's a very good chance that this challenger is going to live, to tell the tale, even with just one. Uh, so, like, you think about, like, an average, I don't know, like a 3-4 creature, that you would win and have a 1-1 one, one left. So it'd be a 3-mana 1-1 one, one that you played to kill a 3-4. Would, would you? I think. You, wouldn't it die? 3 times 4 is 12. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, so you yeah. would just kill it. If it were a 4-3... Yeah, it would, it would remove it. It's a 3-mana removal. It's a 3-mana 4-damage removal. Jeez. Okay, so the bar is actually pretty high for, like, this living and, and telling the tale. Uh, like, if this goes against a 3-2 minion, you've got a 1-4, and it killed that. So that's yes. fine. Um, yeah, this is a weird card. Like, I want to be able to buff it, and yet the buff mechanics haven't really worked in the past anyway. So, well, one of them works really well. Galakron works pretty damn well. Oh, good lord. This with Galakron is insane. Holy yeah, cow. that would be a five fourteen. Oh my gosh, that's that's actually really scary. Like, legitimately too good. Well, I mean, you have to draw it off of Galakron, which doesn't happen. Yeah, all the time, yeah. Right? But I, I, um, I feel like... I don't know what other hand buffs you have in 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 Warrior specifically. Arena Fanatic, but... I think, is rotating out also, and that's Christmas yeah. Land anyway. If you're putting that in your deck. Yeah, you're not putting it on your Galakron yeah. deck. But, I mean, I could see... I, I don't know if this is good enough to go into a Galakron Warrior, but you got some slots that are open. And this is legitimately a removal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're playing Armorsmiths with this, right, then that's, you know, three mana, do four damage, get four armor. That's not bad. That's And that's yeah. a, a card you would legitimately play in that yeah, deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could see it. Some really... Um, I don't know if it's actually good enough to make it into that deck, but I could see a use case So I, I think it's a three, and it's because, like, the crazy yeah. scenarios we're thinking of are dependent on other cards. On its own, this is not very good. But there's potential with the right other... And because we've got some ideas of things that could work for that, you know, sure, there's yeah. potential, but I think a three is probably right. Um, yeah. In Arena, it's probably... Uh, it's, pro- it's it's a it's a it's a four damage removal yeah. that maybe that sometimes leaves a sometimes leaves a minion over. It's a three, there too. Yeah. Okay. So Blade Storm is a three mana epic spell. Deal one damage to all minions. Repeat until one dies. So this is like inverse defile, where it's going to keep doing damage one at a time until something dies. So this is a weird card that is. You would build into a deck that would take advantage of it. Like, Bomb Wrangler would love this. Sure, right? sure, yeah. Um, I mean, not really, because it's two damage, and then and then you blow up a bomb, so maybe not. Um, oh, yeah. With spell damage, maybe it's a little bit better. I don't know. It's it's like, there's a way to abuse this. I haven't quite figured out what it is yet. Um, I mean, there is, a, I think there's a neutral card that we'll talk about that I forget what it is when we get there. 
Um, I'll, I'll bring it up sure. again. Uh, but there, there are use cases for wanting to be able to repeatedly damage a, a minion. I mean, certainly Armorsmith is going to be yes. a use case for this. Like, you would play this in a deck with Armorsmith, and then you would you would get a whole bunch of damage to the board. You'd get a lot of armor. There, So there are ways to use this, and, and it's just, it is a removal, and, and certainly would be good against tokens. It's just there are going to be some weird use cases that I haven't quite figured it out yet, but, I mean, that says to me it's probably a four, because I think yeah. there's going to be a couple decks that's going to fit in. Yeah, I... I honestly think it's better than that. I It does require something out of you, but Control Warrior has a lot of tools in order to be able to manipulate to get there. I I, I think yeah. I'll settle on a four, um, but this is... You're not building around this, though. No, I mean, like, no, but I think this is replacing Warpath just fine. While it's not the same yeah. thing, it will very much fill that void well. It will require a little bit more out of you. It will not quite be as flexible, but it's still going to get the job done most of the time. Uh, so I think, I think a four is fine. And Arena... It's probably a three because it's going to be yeah. more difficult to actually work around, but board clears yeah. are helpful there. It's still so. a clear, yeah. and you can set it up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Next is Blood Boil Brute. Seven mana, six, eight with Rush. Costs one less for each damaged minion. So they are Okay, re- so here's a use case. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, there, there are quite a few minions, it seems like. They're really going for a damage warrior where there are lots of minions on the board that are damaged. Which isn't too hard to do. I mean, if you make this a four or five mana card, it's pretty crazy. Because this will deal with something really well and probably live to tell the tale. So I'm feeling good about it, even though it almost feels like... This is not a Mogu Flesh Shaper where it's just super easy. Because you and your opponent are both trying to throw minions on the board. They're actively helping you. Whereas this requires you to actually do some stuff on your own. But I think you got enough tools that you're not going to have a problem with that. It doesn't say friendly. Right. It's all damage minions. Yeah. So it's all damage mm-hmm. minions. So, I mean, Risky Skipper's a card. And that, yeah, right? that especially. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and we need, again, we need cards in Galakron Warrior that's running Risky Skipper and Armorsmiths already. Ugh, so, man. like, you can you can get a pretty big board, especially yeah. with, like, Bloodsworn Mercenary is a card also. Like, you can get a pretty big board of damage minions and then, and then cheat this out. So... I was actually down on this, and and I was thinking about that, and it is going to be hard sometimes to get this out, because, like, if you've ever sat there with a battle rage and in your hand, and no, and your opponent refusing to damage anything, right, right, like that can get that can be difficult. But I think that if you're playing risky skipper, you can find ways to get this out. I'm- so it's probably. A three, but I, I, I think it's going to be harder than it looks to get it out, but I think it's going to be very impactful when it does. I'm going to move it to a four only because the more I'm thinking about it, you'd play a seven mana six eight with Rush. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. You, pro- yeah, that's you probably that's wouldn't yeah. put that in your deck, but you're not feeling bad about that impact, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's fair at seven mana six eight, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you you want yeah. it to be unfair. So, yes. Like, you, you don't want to play <laughs> fair cards. You want to play unfair cards. Exactly. But you would play a fair card. It's, yeah. So, even if you're in that Battle Rage, unlike Battle Rage, where you can't really play it if, like, nothing's damaged or something, right. this you can play just fine. So, in, in an arena. That's true. It's probably a four also because it's fine on its own, and maybe you'll get some it's upside. A, yeah, you'd. You'll play a seven mana six eight yeah. rush. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I was thinking when I was looking at that. I think I was going through the cards too quickly. No, it's fine. Yeah, that happens when you get all hundred thirty five <laughs> cards in a week, right? Okay. Um, okay, so scrap golem is a five mana four five mech with taunt, um, death rattle, gain armor equal to this minion's attack. So this is rotten apple bomb. Yes, we played rot- rotten apple bomb. It's better than rotten apple bomb because it's armor and not healing. Mm-hmm. So you, even if it goes off when you're at full health, you still get the benefit from it. And it's a mech, um, so there's some potential. And it's, a, and it's a mech. 
Right. So there are some there are some potential mech synergies involved too. So I mean, we play Rotten Applebaum less because we have Cartoon Defender, but if if Rotten Applebaum gave you armor, I think we might play both. Yeah. I think it's a four. So I think I think it's a four. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be it's going to be a in a in a, in a control warrior. I can see playing it. In a Highlander warrior, I certainly can see playing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a four, and probably an arena too. Yeah. Like a four five taunt that that yeah. that gives you armor is is fine. Like that's good. You pl- you get yeah. that a lot. You don't need to go off thinking about how to increase this attack because it's no. it's perfectly fine on its own. If you get that, then great. But you just play this as a defensive tool. That's good. Yeah, like like I don't think you need to play this in Galakron Warrior to try to get the extra no. plus four attack no. on it. No. And though, though God bless you if you do. Galakron Warrior is trying to be aggressive anyway. You don't need a defensive yeah. tool typically. Right. We got Corsair Cash next. Two mana rare spell. Draw a weapon. Give it plus one, plus one. I did not like Forge of Souls. I do like Captain Greenskin. And this this is another card where I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, it's just... I guess if you have a weapon, one weapon in your deck, like the, uh, the Bulwark, is that the name of the yeah. legendary? Like, if that's the one thing that you have, then I guess you tutor it out. But this is also a dead card if you've drawn it already. Um, so I, I think it's just fine. I don't, I, I don't know. I, you know how I feel about this? How do you feel? I feel like somebody ordered a bomb. Oh, you want some wrench calibers. That's what you're saying. Oh yeah. I want, I want all the wrench calibers. Is that still a card? Oh yeah. It's super is. Oh, I'll play that. I'll definitely yeah. play that. <laughs> so I want this in a bomb warrior a hundred percent of the yes, time. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and, and maybe, maybe in a Galakron warrior to get the, to get the, um, the the what the hell is the name of the two mana the two mana weapon now why can't i remember card names um i played a million of them but the the two mana invoke weapon oh the right? yeah 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 mm-hmm. like you you would sometimes want to just get an invoke out of your deck sure yeah right? i guess that's fine so, too yeah those are both good yeah. good use cases uh, okay yeah i i had played so much bomb warrior when it first came out and just haven't lately i guess i just forgotten that that was gonna be a thing but yeah this could definitely bring yeah. it back i so it's probably a four then in constructed especially in so. the decks that want and, it like that and by the way when you were playing bomb warrior horde pillager was not a card yet just saying oh yeah no and i i think it actually did research for a little bit because of horde pillager man ritual chopper thank thank you Owen yes the that's chat. right ritual yeah. chopper is the name of the name, name of the stupid card in arena yeah. it's very draft dependent but it's i mean yes weapons are good already and a buff is pretty good so i, I think it's probably like a cautious three like it it yeah it will be good but obviously your mileage may vary because of your Do, draft. are we are we calling draft dependent cards twos are have we ever decided that well no like i think we've had that with certain cards where it's like yeah we've had that with like zephyrus and stuff like that and we yeah, still give it in a good, a good yeah, rating yeah right? yeah because so that's a three the fine. potential is there you just it, it's like an, a big big asterisk next to it that like yeah don't don't just yeah. draft this because it's a pretty decent effect um right so yeah but you would have to have weapons that you care about in there but if you do and if you have a, like a lot of weapons and you want to get them out of your deck it yeah be okay yeah um, imprisoned Ganarg. God, I'm mean, gonna hate casting these cards. <laughs> uh, imprisoned Ganarg is a one mana two two dormant for two turns. When this awakens, equip a three two axe. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, like we said earlier, you are not you are going to draw cards not in your mulligan more often than you're going to draw them in your mulligan. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be really good if you drop this on one. It is going to be very awkward if, you, if you're if you playing it later. Yeah. Especially if there is a weapon that you want to play that you top deck the turn in between when you play this and then when it wakes up. Because, yeah. like, if you have... If, you, if you're in top deck mode and you pick up a wrench caliber 
or a, let's say Gora Hal comes back and then this wakes up and blows away your weapon, that's going to be uncomfortable, right? Yeah. So I don't know if this is worth it to play in, in any sort of a constructed deck, unless it's like a, a pirate warrior, like old school, like um, like MSG pirate warrior comes back where you don't care as long as you have a weapon equipped, mm-hmm. then maybe I could see this, but that I don't, I don't know if we're going to get another deck like that. No, I think you need a minion heavy... Um, I, I I would probably play this in a pirate warrior deck. I think. Um, yeah, maybe. Be, maybe. Especially because it's one mana. Like as long as you have some other stuff to do and you're not just top decking this, it's fine. Um, but but yeah, I'm not feeling this in just about anything else. And by the way, this is definitely a uh, like not what you want to get off of a random demon effect either. So. At least I think. Oh, you mean you mean like that that warlock card? I've already forgotten the name of, yes. even though we just talked about it two minutes yes. ago. Shadow Council. I think. Um, Shadow yeah. Council. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want this off a of Shadow Council. That would be yeah. sad. That would make me sad. I mean, at least it's a four four. But yeah, I, I think this is very much a two. And yeah, I think I think the pirate warrior example is willing. I'm willing to go up to yeah. a two and yeah. probably a three in arena because it's probably yeah. okay. Yeah, maybe like weapons are good enough in arena. The you weapons a big deal. For yeah. yeah, and the minions not too bad. Next is yep. Bone Chewer Raider, three mana, three three battle cry. If there is a damaged minion, gain plus one plus one and rush. So I don't remember how we valued Global Glide Tech, but it's turning out to be I, pretty I was decent. Further down on it than I ought to have been. Yeah, yeah. So this is the same effect. Damaging minions we've already gone over isn't that tough to do, uh, and this is going to be that literally. So I, it's just strong four in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a super complicated card. I mean, and again, if we go back to Galakron Warrior with with Risky Skipper, yeah, it, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's a straightforward thing. In Arena, it's the and same. I mean, that's, it's the same thing. You value trade a lot. Yeah, that was easy enough. And Sword yeah. and Board. So Sword and Board is not showing, and the, the image is not showing up in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I'll say so it then. It, it. It's a one mana yeah, spell. No, I got it. Yeah, deal two damage um, to a minion and gain two armor. This is weird. Sure, you can. Sure, yeah. I guess. I mean, like we played Bash, I guess, but Bash went face. Oh, the three mana deal three damage, gain yeah, three armor. This is this is a, this is archaeology at this point. This is going right. back years. But because I, yeah. I I remember like Tice winning a tournament with Bash or something. Oh, really? Like forever ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like that, we had we had worse tools then, and like, yeah, you can do that. I, I mean, I I don't. Like, maybe you get this off of, like, Cobalt Spellkin and it's fine. I don't know that you'd want to sure. put this into a deck. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I There's no use case where this is going in your deck. I, th- yeah. I think it's a one. Yeah, I think so, too. And probably, like, a two in Arena. Like, maybe yeah. take it if you're Dealing damage. Offered, like, yeah. If, 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 if you're offered garbage alongside it, it's exactly. probably fine. And if but... you don't have many, like, board clears or anything like that, sure. Dealing two damage to a minion might be relevant. But the gain yeah. to armor really won't be. Yeah. All right, so we're down to the neutral commons from this set, so we're going to try and blow through these, uh, yeah. and most of them so should just, be Yeah, just for those of you who come in late, the uh, or if you've been listening in the car for or or not in the car in your in your home office for the <laughs> past right. three hours and you've forgotten what we said two hours ago, so we're going to do the um, the other classes, uh, the the League of Explorers classes, just because that's a good name for them. Yeah, and Demon Hunter next week, along with the neutral legendaries, epics, and rares, and it just works out with the way that it splits up. That if we do the commons, then we end up with like half and half. Yeah. So we're going to do the commons this week. That's good. Um, so uh, Rust Sworn Cultists is the next card that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that is a four mana, three, three uh, common minion. Battle cry. Give your other minions death rattle. Summon a one, one demon. 
So it's kind of Soul of the Forest with Soul of the Murloc stats. Mm -hmm. So if you have another token deck that's not already token druid because they have um they have soul of the forest and it's not shaman because they have two cards that do this so maybe like zoo yeah um zoo might want this i could see it um or if you get some sort of other token deck that we're not thinking about that doesn't exist yet yeah um but then then this could this could be value viable otherwise you know you're not really necessarily going to want to be doing that i think i think it's just scary that all classes have access to this i mean druid and shaman are the only ones that have burst spells that really matter um but yeah you're just you're just do, putting this i think in those decks as long as there's room for, i i think you do play soul of the forest um but this is actually a little bit better if you're if you're behind if you don't have as many minions on board I, if you have room on the board for it yeah you, right? you like if you have yeah. a full board then you don't want to obviously then you're not gonna play well, not, if you're on the back end this isn't actually gonna help you get ahead so it's, it's probably like a three just because those classes don't really need it that would use it and the ones that don't need it don't need it so yeah i think a three is fair in arena it's probably the same because getting some more little guys off off uh what you have on the board is fine but it requires that you have stuff on the board already so right the stats aren't awful yeah, yeah, it's fine, and it's it's fine, which is our definition of a three. Threes across the board. Next is infectious sporling. Um, oh wait, I had that wrong. Uh, Rocket Og Merchant, a one mana two one common battle cry, deal one damage to a minion and give it rush. These Og Merchants are another thing in here. They're going to deal one damage to a minion and give it something. So rush is pretty good as long as your minion can sustain that. Uh, I mean, this is fair. So. This is kind of a lackey with a downside, essentially. This isn't the one I'm most excited about out of the Og Merchants, but I'll take it. Yeah, it's it's not the one that's terrible either. So it's it's kind of like the 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 baby bear of Og Merchants. <laughs> like, I mean, like in a zoo, right? Yeah. Like you know, if you want to be um, if you want to be doing like the rogue thing, where you're you're playing a minion and giving it rush and having it trade off something mm -hmm. to be able to let the rest of the minions go face. Like that's fine, right? Like you would play that. It's a one drop, so you would play it in rogue. In 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 zoo, sorry. Um, you know, so like that, that it would fit into zoo anyway, and then it helps your other minions trade so you can continue to, to build up a board and going face. So I could see that. Um, you know, I mean as long as your minions can survive it, which you know, a lot of times you have void walkers, you have flame and sure, stuff like sure. that 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 you can you can kind of make that happen i mean if you think about like how powerful magic carpet is in that deck yeah right? that's true like you're not getting the extra attack but still just giving all those little crappy minions what rush is relevant so so it's probably a three across the board i would say I, I feel like it's a four i feel like you're gonna see it in zoo a lot if zoo is a if zoo is a deck the thing is it dealing one damage to itself it's likely not gonna live if you're if you're talking about zoo because it doesn't have a ton of health already and then if it's attacking into um, something it's gonna die it depends so. on zoo zoo gets built a lot of different ways yeah like if you if you're talking about like like there was a version of zoo that that was the self-damage zoo that was running like the the vultures and the three three mana four five that did damage to your face when it attacked mm -hmm. right and in that build of a zoo which seems like the way that you would probably want to be building now with all of the other self-damaging stuff like that might be the way it might be a little bit more mid rangey, but I could see you wanting to build out that way. Okay, right. I'll go up to so a four. I, I feel like I feel like there's a deck that that's going to see this being used in. In an arena, is it a four also, or is it a three there? It's probably a three, yeah. just because it's you don't know be, what you're you know. Doing. It's, yeah, exactly. 
Um, okay, did we skip Ethereal? I think we skipped Ethereal. Yeah, we did. I accidentally don't have it for the stream or video oh, okay. right now. That's but fine. Yeah. So we'll just talk. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's one mana, two, one battle cry. Deal one damage to a minion and give it spell damage plus one. Like, I've never seen a give a minion spell damage card work. Yeah. Like, I, I there have been a lot of them over the years. <laughs> I have yet to see one actually see play in construction. I mean, I will say that this being one mana is potentially like burst. It's got some burst potential, but I think it's I think it's just twos across the board. Maybe it's not even a two in arena. I think, I think it's a one. In, I think it's a one. Yeah. I think it's ones across the board. To you be think honest so? With you. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a two, but I'm starting to feel like this is this this. I have a hard time seeing this scene play. Like, I guess we've so. tried yeah. really okay. hard to get give damage. Like we've tried real hard to give spell damage to minions, and it's never worked out. Oh. Okay. I'm good with that. And then Soulbound Ash Tongue is a one mana one four. Whenever this minion takes damage, also deal that amount to your hero. This is a weird one. This feels like uh, that three mana four three or two mana four three wraith something for Morlock a long time ago. Oh, um, uh, Wrathguard. Yeah, Wrathguard. That's it. Um, but this dealing one damage is very not attractive to me. So if you can buff this, cool. Um, and actually, if you give it life steal, does that just heal you all the way? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It. it no. It can't. It cancels out. Yeah. Because it, it, it does the damage and it heals that same damage. Right. Right. So that. Yeah. I, that's kind of interesting, especially with a big, uh, a big rear end like that. Inner fire. There could be some potential there, but, I, but outside of that, okay. I don't know. So I've thought about a couple of use cases okay. for this, and there's one more that I thought about since we were talking. Um. So one of them is there. So there are two decks: Quest Priest and Galakron Warrior that very have have mechanics that rely on them being damaged and often will not be damaged by an opponent. Mm-hmm. So this kind of gives you a way to get damage on yourself to start kicking those things off like so that you can heal yourself back up as the quest priest or you can play battle rage as a Galakron warrior. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's niche, but again there are, there are slots in Galakron warrior particularly that can that can make room for this potentially as like an early drop. Um also like that self damage zoo, if that becomes a thing, like okay, well I play this on one, and then I coin out the three drop on two. I attack in, and I get two more mana to work with, right? Okay. So, you know, or or you you know, or you play the the vulture, and then you attack in, and you get another three drop. Mm-hmm. Like there there are things you can do there where I could see this. I, I don't know if it's good enough, but I could see it being viable. So I think it's probably a three. Yeah, three. I could see use cases for yeah. it. And in arena, it's probably a two. Yeah. Like are you, a one four is fine, but I don't know if you necessarily want that. No, you really don't. I don't think. Yep. Um, Rust Sworn Initiate is a two mana two two death rattle. Summon a one one imp caster with spell damage plus one. So you get spell damage, but you don't decide when you want when you get to use it. <laughs> this is a weird and, card. <laughs> <laughs> and your opponent could just kill it before you get a chance. No, like this seems like t- like. Again, if we need spell damage, there are better ways to get spell damage in this and constructed. I, I, th- I don't think we need to go there. I think you're probably playing this in a token deck, just as a two mana two two that has a death rattle summon a one one. Yeah, but there are better tokens yeah. that drop tokens too. It, it's a two um, because it kind of has a use yeah. in that, but that's it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. In arena it's probably a three. It's three yeah, worth of stats fine. eventually. It's perfectly fine there. Next is Frozen Shadow Weaver, three mana, four three. Battle cry, freeze an enemy. I heard you miss Glacial Shard, Steve. Yeah, I mean this is 
This is three man four three. And, I mean, in constructed, I don't know if you actually use it. You probably don't unless you have something that really relies on freezing. Um, but in in arena, like I can't see a scenario where you're not. Picking oh this. yeah, no, no, arena. It's an easy five. I think in yeah. standard, it's. I think you could throw this in a Highlander Mage, maybe. You like, might, especially you since might. you got Ray of Frost to actually take advantage yeah. of it. Um, and it's just a fine, finely statted minion that, yeah, if I can play this early to kind of slow down my opponent and then use it to mop up the board, it's fine. Like it's it's a three and it's constructed, and it might yeah. it might see some play. We'll see. Hey, you can play Murabi Shaman in Wild. Hey, you can, do it. You you can, can. Make the dream happen. <laughs> Uh, this one's you. Uh, this one's this one's me. Okay, Terror Guard Escapee is a three mana three seven demon battle cry. Summon three one one huntresses for your opponent. So wow, if you really hate Resurrect Priest, this is your card. <laughs> um, you know it, it's like I don't know. Like yeah, you can play this. Like it's a demon. I guess if you want to get it resurrected with the with the Warlock Prime, maybe that's okay. It still seems low yeah, value. Yeah. Um, I mean, like we played quarter century, but quarter century was a taunt. We were only playing that in taunt in, in taunt warrior anyway, or when we were trying to specifically screw over taunt druid mm-hmm. by making them resurrect Hadronox instead of the, or well, the one ones instead of Hadronox. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there has to be a very specific reason yeah. you're playing this and i think there are probably better demons you can play this is probably the worst card that we'll see play i think because yeah, because it shuts it. down resurrect priest to have three yeah. instances of a one one coming at you like that's that is rough um but it's on its own it's just not good so it's it's a two like it's yeah. fine in arena it's a three because it's a three four essentially um yeah just three mana three four which is fine Next is Burring Scorpid, 4-mana 5-2 Beast, Battlecry, deal 2 damage. If that kills the target, gain stealth. This is, like, so cool flavor-wise. <laughs> I just love yeah. it. It's poking its head out to kill something, and then it's going back in. 5-2 um, with stealth is crazy, and the fact that it deals damage immediately is good. I just don't really know where this fits right now. I guess maybe in, in Hunter, if if you've got that yeah. uh, the twin spell that bus, buffs a Beast... This could be a 7-4 or a 9-6 coming at your opponent the next turn, maybe. Um, yeah. That's kind or, of insane. Or the, there's, um, there's the card that draws a beast and buffs it, too. Oh, yeah. So in, tho- yeah. in those instances, this is actually pretty good. Uh, I don't think yeah. it really sees play outside of that. but Yeah, and, and I was watching our friend Sadisi, who is a hunter a hunter expert, and basically yes. that's the only class he plays. Yes. <laughs> I was watching in theory crafts and decks on his stream the other night. Okay. And, and, and the one thing that I came away from... Um, was basically that there are not a lot of good beasts right now mm. in in standard. Really, like a lot okay. of those good beasts are going to be rotating. Okay, so if you're building out some sort of a beast hunter, you may not have a choice but to include this card just because your your options are pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Like they're like a lot of the good neutral beasts are rotating, and and you're not you don't have very many beasts in this set. Um, it, certainly not in the neutrals. This is one of the only ones we get. So you might have to play it out of necessity if you're trying to make some sort of a beast hunter happen. But it's probably a two, because I would imagine mm. as soon as we get more beasts, this is probably one of the ones no. that might get... You think it's a three? I, I was thinking four. I would meet you in the middle of three, but... I, like, I don't. I can't go higher than three it, on and, this. And, like, and that's fine, but I think that... But like Once I started thinking about that twin spell, this thing was stealth and then just going to dome the next turn for nine, that's... that's I, It requires if it some gets, things... If it gets stealth, but, which it's not going to get all the time. It's going to get right. stealth maybe half the time. Yeah, oh, okay. That's good. But I, I think three is the right place for it because of that. Okay. It, it probably does get uh, overshadowed by more powerful things, but it's... 
it's got some potential. And then an arena. Oh, maybe. You know what? You know what? Hang on. Before we yeah. go to arena, yeah. you might play this in Quest Shaman too. Sure. Because, and again, this it doesn't say to a minion. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, so like, we can just losing, go fix losing, if it needs We're to. losing Life Drinker, right? Yes. Oh, that, yeah. So, and that's like, a big one to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this is more face damage for Quest Shaman. So that might all... I'll, Maybe. That, yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm coming up to you on a, on the three. Um, I feel better about it. I okay. I'll go higher than that. <laughs> yeah. But but I feel better. I feel better about the three now. Okay. In, a, um, in Arena, it's removal. And I, if you do get yeah. to attack with five attack the next turn, that's really... So it's five, it's four, I, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it, you don't care if it gets stealth or not. It's a five, it's a four mana five, two, which you don't, you're not in love with. Yeah. If it gets stealth, it's it's great. If it doesn't get stealth, it still did two damage to something. I mean, Steve... So that's fine. Steve, are you in love with anyone other than Katrina Morte? As far as minions um, are concerned in this game, but... um. Yeah, the, that dragon. The, oh, the skeletal the, dragon. The skeletal I'm pretty dragon. in love with it. And Reliquary <laughs> Your Souls, I'm super in yeah, love with Yeah, that's fair. Okay. All right. Um, is this me? Yeah, this one's you. Okay, Disguised Wanderer is a four mana, three, three demon. Death Rattle, summon a nine, one Inquisitor. Woo! <laughs> um, that that nine, one has a life expectancy of about 0.2 seconds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe if you're looking, I, I can't even see wanting to resurrect this. Like, no, stop. No. Like, I, I don't, maybe in some sort of like a weird death rattle deck, but I, even then I can't see it. If like, it sticks, that 9-1 is going to be bad for your opponent. But there's just such a low chance that it's going to stick. There there are, there, I mean, if you're playing against a mage, it never, it's it gone. literally never sticks. I mean, if you're playing against yeah. a demon hunter, they might have to attack with their face. And then that's nine damage you did. But I don't think, I, I don't know what death deck this fits in. It's, it's a one easily in constructed. Yeah. In arena, it's probably a three, a four mana three three. Yeah, You'll yeah. draft it sometimes, and they're less likely then, to be able to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the class, but yeah, I mean, even if you make them run their face into it, that's okay, yeah. right? Like you still did like eight to nine damage, depending on if they get armor or not. Yeah, so it's it's not the worst thing in the world. The uh, a new addition to the battlegrounds here coming up: Felfin Navigator, four mana four four Murloc Battlecry. Give your other Murlocs plus one plus one. This is a cool mid-game tool. I kind of like it. Um, I think it makes sense for the token uh, Murloc strategies. Token Shaman, or like a Murloc Shaman deck would love this. Uh, assuming yeah. that you you know got those solo the Murlocs off, you have a bunch of 1-1s, one make them 2-2s. Two it's like a mini Savage Roar, essentially. Yeah, you've got a you've got a slot in the deck for Chasey Fan, which is rotating, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I mean that at the four mana slot, so this fits right in there. Yeah, it, and if it's just a four mana four four, like if you're behind, that's yeah. still fine because it's got a good chance of living the next turn. So I think it's a yeah. it's probably a three, and it's a good tool in a yeah. lot of decks. Yeah, in arena, it's probably it's probably like a two. Yeah, it's fine stat wise, but yeah, I'm probably not going to. It's get not there. exciting unless you happen to have yeah. a lot of Murlocs, which you're not likely to have. Battlegrounds, so I'm not... very excited to play with this card. I think it's going to yeah. be kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that'll it'll be it'll be a lot better in battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, so a dragon moss sky stalker is a six mana five six dragon with death rattle summon a three four dragon rider, and it's just a it's just a neutral no no tag on it minion. Um, it, this is fine. I, I don't think you're really gonna want it. Like you're you're gonna have to dig pretty far into the into the list of available dragons mm-hmm. if you're building something like a dragon priest before you get to this. Yeah. Um, but you take it off a Draconic Lackey sometimes. Sure, you be yeah. fine with that. Yeah, there's just no real reason to put this in any dragon deck. So, yeah. It's like a... Uh, I, it's I, a two. I, if, if, if you're only taking it off of random effects, it's a two. 
right? Yeah, yeah, and you probably are okay with that. And then in, are- yeah. in arena, it's pretty good. It's fine. It's a three. It's not bad. It's, it's a, a little bit understated the front half, but you get a, you get another minion off of it. That's okay. I think there's good. Yeah, it's it's a three with a little little swing to it up up yeah upside. Yeah. Next one is Scavenging Shivara. Six mana, six three demon. Battlecry deals six damage randomly split among all other minions. So if you have nothing on your board, this is pretty good. Um, or you have a bomb wrangler or something that you want that you want to damage. That's that's true. Um, I don't think that there's going to be much room for this though. I'd rather have a more reliable board clear. Yeah. Uh, especially because this thing isn't going to live very long at all. Yeah. This this might be one reason that they rotated Acolyte. Oh, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, nine mana, draw three cards, get a 6-3 would be kind of disgusting. And even this with Frothing Berserker, with like a few minions oh, yeah. on board, if that if that survived, you may just play this and it damage Your Frothing Berserker probably lives if there's a couple other minions, and then it's going to deal yeah. a lot of damage. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, so... I'd go up to a 3 there are on use this, cases, but, but you have you have you have easier ways to damage your minions with Frothing Berserker than this in Warrior. Yeah, no, okay, so it's a 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think you need this in Warrior. Like, this is for, like, non-Warrior classes, which, what are you doing? <laughs> don't, right. don't play other um, clears. <laughs> yeah. In Arena, this is probably a, a fairly reliable board clear when you're behind. Yeah, yeah, I think a 4 is fine in there. Yeah, um, I think so. I would definitely take it. Okay, so Bone Shewer Vanguard is a 7-mana 4-10 taunt. Whenever this minion get, takes damage, gain plus two attack. This is the minion I was talking about when we were talking about uh, Bones. Uh, oh Blade yeah, Storm. yeah. Jeez, because um, that and that you can do this on ten. That's a ten mana combo, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So um, you know, this is again, and it's it, even not right. Like I could see this in a control warrior. Just like it's a big wall that you need to get through. Yeah, it's crazy. And every time you every time you bang into it, you're making it stronger. So I, I could see this running in like a control deck. I mean, even maybe in Res Priest. Like if you wanted one extra minion, I wouldn't hate it. It wouldn't be my first choice, but I wouldn't hate it. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I think I think that there's enough upside here to consider. Or Quest Priest actually. Oh my god! Oh in Quest my Priest? gosh, that's disgusting! Holy no, smokes! Please don't do that. Steve, I don't, I don't want. <laughs> no, that. this is my happy place. Oh, oh man, okay. This is the happy Hearthstone, and this true. is my happy That's place. That's true. I won't, I won't take that from you. So this is probably a four then in constructed because yes. there's a lot of places yes. we're thinking of that this could fit. In a re- yeah, I think that yeah, I think this this may replace um, Mashog Enforcer in those lists oh, in those quest yeah. lists that ran in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's going away. Definitely. So that this could slot right in there. Yeah. And in arena, in arena, this is really good too. Yeah, it's probably a four there as well. I mean, even just yeah. on its own, it's going to be a big wall, a big dumb wall that your opponents have to deal with, and ten health is a lot for them to slug through. Yeah. Uh, next one is Rusted Raider, five mana, one eight with Taunt and Rush. Battlecry gain plus four attack this turn. So this is not the Militia Commander, but it's decent. Uh, I mean, a five mana, five eight with Rush is very strong, uh, but it's going to be a five mana, one eight with Taunt after that. So you still have to get through it. Though. Yeah, getting through it's going to be rough, but your opponent's minions are probably going to be able to survive it. So. I don't know. I'm this. There are lots of cards where I'm very split. It's like it does two things, and one of them's really good, and one of them's not that great. I, I probably yeah. average out to a three on it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I see this going in a Highlander deck, maybe. Maybe, yeah, like, I could see that. Like, like you know, like the five damage removal, like maybe a Highlander warrior or something like that. Slow or, down or your or opponent. Like, yeah, 
I mean, I, I don't think it's any better than that, and it probably falls out like once we have more cards. Sure, but it's it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. And in arena, this is, this seems great. Yeah, like I take it in arena. I think it's probably a four. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think four is perfectly fine. Yep. Um, Bone Shore Brawler is a two mana two three taunt. Whenever this minion takes damage, gain plus two attack. I mean, it's it's not going to be able to take that much damage before it dies unless you're priest. I mean, and, and you know, if you're priest in arena, maybe you maybe you um, prioritize this. Um, other than that. It seems like this is going to die too quickly, and I can't really see a priest deck that's going to want this in constructed. Like there are just better better minions you can play. Yeah. Um, but in arena, it's fine. It's a two mana two three with taunt that can get bigger. Like that's good. One and a three sounds perfectly yep. right. It's like a classic arena minion. Yeah. Yep. Overconfident orc is a three mana one six with taunt. While at full health, this has plus two attack. So a three mana three six with taunt is nice. Um, but it's going to be tough to keep it there. I mean, even if you're playing priest, so it's it's fine, I think. But yeah, it's a. I mean, it, I it's probably like a like a budget tar creeper. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Yeah, you know, like it's a big dumb wall that you're going to have to get through, and and at first it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit stronger, and then it's going to not be. So I mean, again, if you have a taunt deck, like you know, like like into the fray is still a card. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ar- Ar- so is Armageddillo. So, like, some of these stupid taunt minions could be, there could be a taunt warrior that comes sure, around. Sure, It might not be this set. It might be, it might need an, a little bit more support. But, like, there's still enough pieces there to make a taunt minion, ha- a taunt warrior happen. So, like, I could see it there. Um, but, yeah, it's probably a three. Like, it's 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 yeah. going to be low on the list. Arena, it's a lot of stats. It's probably, yeah, it's probably. It's probably good. I think it's a three there, too, though. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's just fine. Like, yeah, I don't need to argue it up to a four. No. I gave it a four on the spreadsheet, but I could see it as a three. I think a three is perfectly fine. When you evolve yeah. into that, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, so Guardian Og Merchant is a one mana two one battle cry. Give one damage to a minion and give it Divine Shield. So I like this like I like the rocket one. Oh, yeah. This, this is the best um, one by far, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it has to be able to attack that turn already. Probably, right? yeah. So, I mean, you could use both. You could do you could do two damage to it. You could actually do two damage to it, and then, I don't know. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, let's not, let's not go there. But I mean, you know, get allowing a minion to value trade at the cost of one health is fine. Yeah. And, and, and again, in a zoo specifically, you will play that. Yeah, card. absolutely. Four in constructed, so, three in arena. Yep. Okay. Next one, Supreme Abyssal, eight mana, 12, 12 demon can't attack heroes. I saw, nope. I saw Muzzy make the perfect <laughs> argument for this. He said, I wouldn't play this card. And he just removed the can't attack heroes. It was just an eight mana, 12, 12 demon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't, don't play this. It, no. It's a zero. Like, I didn't think they could make. I didn't think they could make Ice Howl worse. No, and they, they managed did. to. It's a yeah. zero and constructed. I don't know. In it's, arena, it has some merit because sometimes you just need it, to trade it'll stuff. Trade off a lot of things. Yeah, it's yeah. I would give it a two in arena. It's not the worst card that you could, especially yeah, okay. if it, I gave it a one. But it's probably yeah, a two. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not. Fighting. I mean, you don't you don't you don't draft like. I mean, in general, you don't draft big dumb things in arena anyway. Like. Like that ten mana ten ten from like old gods, like you would never draft that yeah. because it just didn't do anything. Yeah. And this is the same kind of thing, but I mean, it's still better than probably some other things that you would get. You so. need some bombs, and this could be something to just swipe up a lot of stuff. Well, and, and but it's not. It's it. not a really a bomb because you can just ignore it, right? Like Ish, all it's yeah. doing is just keeping board. It's not actually threatening. That's whatever. true. No, Unless your opponent has silence. You talked me down to one. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, I guess. I guess. If we ever get things for Silence Priest, but even then, no. it's expensive yeah, for yeah, Silence yeah. Priest. No. 
Um, Imprisoned Vile Fiend is a 2-mana 3-5 demon, dormant for 2 turns, and it has Rush. I am, I'm still not 100% sold on this whole dormant thing, unless it's something bananas bonkers and and we haven't really seen those we'll see those when we when we do part two of this this is one of the really Um, good ones in my opinion though because it does something immediately when it wakes up and you really need that you know so like it doesn't make it a great card but i think it's definitely worth considering like playing this on two and then turn four it wakes up as a three five with rush that's great because you've got four mana to still do something else it's probably not higher than a three in my opinion but it's it's a decent card i think I, i wouldn't you know you know what you know what this reminds me What's of that? is like the 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 portal dudes that put like the oh those guys yeah uh-huh. into your deck and we thought those were going to be amazing and then those were complete yeah, like trash. that's fair that's fair yeah i mean i could go up to a two okay one, maybe, I'll, I'll, but I'll i can't go, go i can't go higher than that a, and maybe it's a three in arena yeah, just three in arena. rush yeah i would go for like it. you'll you'll find something to rush into an arena okay we're creeping up right. fast into three hours and actually if you add on the time we took to get or i took to get yep. obs running and stuff this, we've been going for a while now so um right. but we wouldn't be able to close out the episode without a full-on card of the week and steve you've chosen to take this week I, are you ready i mean you've done I, this I, you've I, done I, this a few times now man i've been working really hard on this this was probably more challenging than the ones that i've done in the past because it's a song i'm not as familiar with oh boy i mean i'm familiar with it but i'm not it's not something that's in my usual rotation. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been, you know, this may go poorly, but <laughs> I've been working, I've been working very hard on this today. I believe in you. Um, you got And this. so I've brought, I've brought something. I don't know what it'll be, but I brought something. All right. So, okay. Gonna win as priest for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Power pass on two. Gonna do things right. I cue my favorite deck, but I forgot to check that mass hysteria is gone. I see Rogue versus me, they're really tough to beat. How am I not gonna die? Maybe they miss what they need. Togwaggle drops free cards, and now scary full board. Just normal Rogue things you know. But these minions gotta go, that's why I want you to know. I'm talking to the souls in the mirror. I'm asking them to kill their twins And no spell could make the plan any clearer If you want to make the priest a bet to class I just summon some clones and then kick some butts <laughs> oh, oh, that was beautiful and well needed Thank you Oh, oh my gosh, tell us, I, tell us about Soul Mirror, Steve Okay, so Soul Mirror, uh, in the in the long tradition of of hijacking priest cards for the card of the week, <laughs> um, Soul Mirror is a seven mana legendary spell for priests. Summon copies of enemy minions; they attack their copies. So we're losing mass hysteria, as I noted, crazy in the, in the musically. Yes, you did, and and we're getting Shadow Word Ruin, but Shadow Word Ruin is. Not as good as I thought it was going to be in practice. I mean, maybe it'll be different when we're actually using it and I don't have Mass Hysteria available, but 
it, it's felt a little bit more awkward than I expected it to. Mm-hmm. Um, this, however, is a very potent tool for dealing with the board, especially if you're able to set it up in a way that the minions that you're getting don't die. Sure, yeah. Um, so, like, you're going to, you know, a lot of the time, you might leave a couple of bodies over, but for the most part, you know, most most minions are, are, are like, even or aggressively statted, so any of those just die on board. And then if you, if they are defensively statted, then you're going to value trade and you're going to have those minions left over because they don't die at the end of the turn. Mm-hmm. And Or if they have death rattles that you care about, then you're going to get access to those death rattles yeah. as well. And and I've... The initial reaction was, well, you never run this in Resurrect Priest. And I don't even know if that's necessarily true. Hmm. I think you might. Because there's a point in Resurrect Priest where you stop caring about your res. I, I was going to say, where, where, Galakron yeah. Priest right now, like Res Priests, are running Kronks in, in there. And I got yeah. I got yeah. steamrolled by one the other day, and it's like they they would like an early res pool if they can, but they don't care that much, especially in the late game. And so I think yeah, you just play yeah. this then, and it's fine. Yeah, like you don't want to slam it on seven in that no, deck specifically, no, no, no. but like but like you get to a point where you're like, okay, well my my res pool is trash, so we're just going to start mm-hmm. going like with some of the minions that are got generated from time rip or um or the or the hero power, or you're just like you know playing things out because that would be suboptimal or whatever. Um, so I think there's even a case for it in that deck and, and it feels really str- like developing and clearing a board in the same turn is kind of the Holy Grail for control decks. Right, right. Like that is the optimal. And this almost guarantees you to do it. It's going to be a little bit skill intensive to set up, but when you do the payoff, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to, to play with this card. Cause I think priests need something like this, especially with mass hysteria rolling out. So even though it's yeah. a legendary, I think it's going to see plenty of play. It's going to be an effective light bomb in a lot of ways with some potential upside from there. So yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so we think in fours across the board or you want to, you want to, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I don't think it's a five. Like you're not building around this, obviously. No, and, and no. It's just like a one-off spell, but I think that you, you could definitely, you're, you're going to use this a lot and it's going to be, it's going to be like the cloning gallery. Yeah. As far as like in those kinds of decks, you're going to run it and, so. and you're going to, I think it's generally going to work out for you. Cool. All right. All right. We did it. We made Three it. Three hours exactly oh according to my, my recording. Yes, mine too. So we're going to have to shut it down pretty fast because of that. But um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope this was a gift to you during uh, what's, what's a hard time for a lot of people right now. Um, and I'm happy to, to come out and bring episode 200 to you. I guess I didn't spend much time talking about it because we'll celebrate it in episode 202. But truly, it's a gift that this show has even lasted for 200 episodes. So thank you so much. Whether you're newer to the show or you've been listening since the very beginning when Hearthstone was first announced, I appreciate you being here and being a part of the Happy Hearthstone community. Um, you can find the show notes along with all of our uh, scores and links to everything at thehappyhearthstone.com. And if you are enjoying this, please uh, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts because it's free and it helps people to find the show. And you can support the show at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone and perks will pick up as I can. Um, it, it, there's just been so much going on that it, it is hard right now. So this probably isn't the best time for that. But um, if you if you want to check it out and support the show, you can do so there. And I have to send a huge shout out to the people who are, especially the producers of the Happy Hearthstone, Menach, Jay Miller, Number Theory, and Xavier E. Thank you for so much 
for supporting at the level that you do uh, through all of this. I mean, it's amazing to have people who are listening, but then people who believe in it that much. So thank you all so much for believing in me and uh, believing in Steve too for this month. I, people like you, Steve. I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I hear that every so often and I don't believe it, but you know, I appreciate everybody saying it anyway. Hey, hey if I'm the only person, you're still going to come back and hang out with me here. So <laughs> absolutely. I would do this even if nobody was listening. That's awesome. So, so uh, you can follow yeah. me on Twitter at Andrew is living and shoot me an email at the happy at gmail.com. If you'd like to do that as well. Uh, that's pretty much everything. And Steve, where can people find you in the meantime and the other episodes you might be coming out with? Yeah, so um, you can listen to kind of the companion episode to the uh, com- companion episodes to this on Off Curve. Yeah. Where since I don't since I don't talk about the the cards on that show because that would be redundant, I kind of do a couple different things. I should be recording very shortly my uh, rearview mirror episode on um, Descent of Dragons, so you can hear about all the cards that I got wrong and why and. And hopefully helps feed into um, how we do card evaluations going forward. And then the following week, right before release, I usually do my theory crafting episode where I have a list right now of, oh gosh, it's like a full screen of decks that I don't know if I'm going to get to all of them, but it's got to be at least like 15 or 20 decks that I'll, I'll figure out which ones make sense that are interesting to talk about and then just talk about like my these are not going to be good necessarily but you know things that you can try day one or at least like where i'm thinking that the you know decks might go and kind of gives you an some insight into how you know deck building happens too if that's something you're interested in um you can find all of that at offcurve.com you can also follow that show's account at offcurve on twitter you can follow me on twitter at wicked good and i also stream uh definitely every monday night and possibly thursday night while i'm doing the working from home thing at 8 p.m eastern usually till about 10 p.m eastern um usually standard constructed um i've been asked to do tft i might do that once in a while nice um but because there's a few people who are interested in that if there's enough interest i might do that too because i'm gold four in tft right Dang. now nice um yeah the season just started so I'm, I'm pretty okay with that nice um yeah so you come hang out there and um yeah and and other than that i'll be here next week because we got all another 70 cards to talk Absolutely. about. And if you're listening to this podcast and you weren't aware that we do stream these reviews on Twitch, you can join us. I think we're going to plan on doing it this Saturday at 1030 a.m. Pacific. Um, yep. if that's, tentatively, yeah. Yeah, tentatively. Like, follow us on Twitter to make sure that you uh, get the final announcement. But you can plan on that if you're not doing anything Saturday. Come hang out with us. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Andrews Living. So, yeah, like you said, Steve, we'll be doing this again before too long. So uh, thanks for joining me today, and I'll uh, see you soon when we can talk about a brand new class after we've played around a little bit with its core set. <laughs> and, and maybe by then we'll be prepared. We will see. Uh, Illidan will help us get prepared, if nothing else. So <laughs> appreciate you, man. And thank you so much for yeah. visiting the Happy Hearthstone and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.